The boys are back Whoa. in town. Welcome Ooh. to Ski-woo. the Deadlock Podcast, episode number 178. Ah, uh, yes. For Welcome real back. this That's right. time. That's right. <laughs> and I assure you, we're over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And if I blow this spot... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, welcome everybody uh, to another episode here. 178 weeks in a row of the Deadlock Podcast. Wow, horrible uh, to hear that. <laughs> uh, we are back again. I actually didn't write down uh, what week of TNA we watched, but we watched TNA this week. February. Oh man, I got to scroll. February. Nope. February 18. There February it is. 18, yes. 2010. We watched TNA know. February 18, 2010, which of course. Uh, everyone knows as the Lord of the Ring episode. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> of course, I remember That's that title. what they all know it as, of guess. I'm very surprised they were still naming episodes at this point. I like that a lot. That's like, me too, that but cool, that felt yeah. like a like a before Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan era that, thing. Well, it probably ends pretty soon. I don't yeah. want that on there, dude. <laughs> I assume when they go to Mondays, they kind of... Yeah, nix that pretty quick. It should say Hulk Hogan's here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's not, dude, until the end, brother. <laughs> so we'll talk about TNA, of course, and that'll be a very, very course uh, we will. interesting time. Uh, yes. Before we get into that, of course, we have some deadlock updates. Watch this. 121 is up, oh, uh, yes. which was Shawn Michaels versus Rob Van Dam for the World Heavyweight title on Raw. Yes, uh, infamous match. <laughs> Notorious, maybe. Notorious <laughs> and Sorry, infamous that was right. and famous. Not just yes. infamous, but famous. That is yes. up on the Patreon. Also, speaking of the Patreon, listen here, dude. <laughs> we are at we are a ball hair away from hitting 2,500 Patreons, which is something we have never, ever done before. And it would mean Ooh. a lot to us if, if you either left the Patreon or you never been on there, you just come back check shit out because you probably have missed out on so much shit that you don't even know we are like yeah by by the time the pod comes out we're probably like 60 patrons away so if 60 of you beautiful some bitches out there can just go and sign up on that patreon patreon.com slash daylock pw and help us at that 2500 i promise i will i'll just cut tony's balls straight off i'll just gotta <laughs> run off <laughs> SGH is also coming soon. Oh, sorry. I missed the order here. <laughs> sorry, but I just got real passionate. Uh, yes, SGH uh, is a Royal Rumble. Who knows which one? You suggest a lot of them, and it is up to you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's always been up to you. <laughs> so, also, the DPW Awards and the Deddies yes. will be announced next week. But before then, you have until this Wednesday to catch your vote this is in your hands yes and by this wednesday we mean if you're listening to it on the monday that it came out if you're listening to it on thursday of this week you have fucking missed it and that's your goddamn fault the 25th january 25 yeah so vote or die (laughs) (laughs) dpw live one uh ali versus kento the vod is up on dpw.live or dpwondemand.com yeah, uh, which though. was our very first ever live event uh, that went straight Ooh, to the live wow. stream. Yeah. And 
you know, we could talk about it a little bit if you want yeah, to. Yeah, why, we'll, not? Let's, why uh, not? We'll save it until after the Patreon shouts outs, but uh, we'll go over a little bit of how everything went and how we thought it went and all that kind of stuff. Sure. If you guys want to see the VOD, like we said, it was headline DPW World's Championship match. By the way, DPW is a real wrestling promotion that we do run <laughs> that exists and that you can a watch. Company. It's yes, been going a uh, year of matches are there for you. Please. Yeah, it's like t- 12 months of shows. DPW.live. <laughs> Characters have been made championships have been crowned people yes. have bled there's some legit crazy ass shit dvw.live 15 dollars. you get the whole fucking thing you see everything literally everything you ever want and you yes. get a new event every single month uh so check that out absolutely you will not regret it time to get into the patreon shouts outs for this oh week. my yes i can't wait <laughs> there's a lot of names here so yeah. starting in the one dollar tier Come to Wendy's and get that double bacon and a cheeseburger with the new meal extra ketchup. (laughs) Ah, help! (laughs) All right. Rogue Warrior Dick Marcinko eats Pulse's tiny little ass. (laughs) Well, that's not accurate. That's That's not right at all. Too much ass. Rob Wilson. Ron Taylor. That's cool. Centilliot. Hello. Jesse Stack. Vacant Four. Yo. Braxton Head, Joe oh. Nucci, Joe. Johnny wrestled my whore no, I, wife no. in a chlamydia on Johnny's pole match. Please stop That's talking true. about That's my fucking day. Habitual Please, no. side bread taker. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Can't wait to see sick dick Cockdo versus Johnson Zan Dick <laughs> for the Democracy Manifest Championship at DPW. Get your hands off my penis. Can we book that? Let us know. Yeah, <laughs> you let us know. <laughs> penis is with a three, by the way, just to let you know. Oh, great. Uh, what I lack in dick. I make up for in <laughs> cock, but my stupid whore wife only cares about my Johnson. What do you think the percentage of people that listen to the show that listen to this whole part? Yeah, no way, man. <laughs> There's no way, yeah. I want to share a meatball marinara <laughs> with Kid Bandit, Johnny Pulse, and Tony's deck. Tony's not Good, there. Just my deck. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to meatball marinara from invited. Subway. Fuck. The team of oh, Montel Vontavious Porter and Dick <laughs> the Cock oh, Johnson. My God. They oh, are my Cock God. Dick Ballin. <laughs> that is tremendous. Thinking about joining the Patreon, or maybe I'm not, brother. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, yo. yo. I'd be needing those cheat codes for WWF Warzone, bro. You know the one that changes gold dust into naked Johnny with the T? <laughs> Griffin Armstrong, Craig Fuck, Ainsworth, Dante, Yo, Dante want to list my top 15 wrestlers of 2022. I don't want to hear this Number shit. 15. No. Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> Number 14. Cunt angle. Under logic. Yo. Juan Key. Yo. Dylan Martin. I like that name. This was just the one dollar tier. So two dollar tier. My wife left me and took the Oreo and egg mixture she found on TikTok with her. What a fucked up world. Bitch. (laughs) Two dollars. Your wife's name's Susie. 
Two dollars twenty-two cent. I hate Susie, man. Johnny's bitch. favorite theme in DPW must be Yo-Yo's. I like Yo-Yo's because theme. the chorus goes all like, "Leave me alone, <laughs> bitch, you dumb as fuck." Is that what it says? <laughs> yes, That's it actually awesome. does. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, five dollar tier. I really hope you read my top 52 list for 2022 on the deadies. Also, I was trying to say before that, that Tony had a big deck. <laughs> How did he get back in a week after? <laughs> also, we did read, we're not going to read it on the deadies, but we did read that list. It was a good list. Real Jason at the $5 tier because Target fired me for stealing a hundred cases of Dick the Cotton Johnson. <laughs> nah, just kidding. I got fired for arson. <laughs> okay. Padrag O'Callahan. That's not a real fucking person. <laughs> Emily Goldfinch. That might be a real Austin one. Richman. That's my Matt Thunder. Oh, John nice. Perna. Chainsaw. John, John Perna. <laughs> John Justin Perna. Is he Foreca? from West Newberry, Massachusetts? <laughs> King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards. Long psychedelic shaft tripping down Tony the Pizza Guy's deck. Long psychedelic shaft. Oh, the the wow. room behind Tony isn't really. Oh, oh no. Tony, oh, oh, no. I'm oh, <laughs> Don't expose Tony. This is like this is like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. What? No. I took both the red and the blue pill. The room behind Tony isn't real. It's just a green screen. He's actually under his deck. Sorry. I mean his dick. The cock. Johnson. Yo, K-Fave, K-Fave, brother, brother. Gareth Chesney. Please let me bust a fat nut. In Johnny's <laughs> mouth. On yeah. God, I'm edging. Why do you sound so happy reading that? Stu, don't call him Dick. Cock Johnson Pified. Hello, Dick the Cock Johnson. Hey, Johnny. I asked no, my neighbor about the lotion you wanted. He said for you to get off of Tony, you little Betty. I mean, bitch. Stop talking to me. Hal is stuck. <laughs> Hello, Hal. This dick the cock shit sucks. Go back to the clown girls, honk honk. <laughs> we have a clown girls era? <laughs> we did have a clown girl honk honk era. What? Dick <laughs> the cock. Just, <laughs> it's a man of fuckus, cock mitment, and sheer fucking will. All right. Johnny cool. is right to fuck fear him. Hell. One day, Johnny. One day. I hope you burn an L. TJ Anderson. <laughs> Anderson. $10 tier. Daniel Quinde. All right. I'm going to buy DPW and sell it to Saudi Arabia. Maniacal laugh. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that wouldn't do anything to us. Yeah, care. you want to buy it? Yeah, you can buy it. Yeah, you can buy it. Mark Krupecki Jr. Yo. Esteban Duqueg Ortiz. <laughs> That's a great name. Jimmy the Wang Yang. Oh, that's a good name, too. Paul Hale Jr. Yo. Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Rock's Eyebrow. I can't Which believe <laughs> she's a girl. Just one of them. Mackenzie Kenzo1127 <laughs> Collision. Is that their nickname? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in there. I don't know. 
Michael Dressler. <laughs> He's the wrestler. You know what? No. Better uh, than all the wrestlers. That's like the most normal name. <laughs> laughing at the Patrick Harris. <laughs> Paint Clown. Oh, yeah, Hong Kong. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Jordan Gold. Yeah, Hong Kong. <laughs> Trying to bring Pride the back. to Ghost. <laughs> Chance Peterson. Canaanite 17. <laughs> Vince McMahon needs to get out of our fucking company. Yeah, Just cool. as bad as Tony needs to stain his fucking deck. And Johnny <laughs> needs to get Stop. checked for chlamydia. Cause oh. Cause oh. Joshua Taylor. Stop. I don't The Volcano Junior. OG oh, right uh, there. That's a throwback name. Yes, it yeah. is an OG. Uh, Joey Hazenjaeger. <laughs> <laughs> cool. William Stubbs. That, that's uh, Kunlun's Revenge. All right. Uh, Scrawny B420 on PS4. <laughs> you try to look for some partners there, brother? I agree with the boys. The names have become too wild and f- t- uh, up. Or maybe I don't, brother. Maybe I like Dick the <laughs> Cock. <laughs> what a turn. Uh, Marco S. Joe Swanson. Marco Joe Swanson with the double schism knees. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard them boys thick, and the only way to be sure is to get that EFED up and running. Salute. Yeah, we got that for sure. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Jacob Deroyan. Yo. Uh, Josh Mackie Murphy. Murphy. Rock. Daniel Rowley. You got to be kidding. Oh Made her scream like JR on fire. <laughs> <laughs> X Hootie X. Cool. Defiend rubbing on Johnny during the Mountain Dew Pitch Black TM match. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> Taco Tyler 99. <laughs> when Tony's porch is done, I'm going to take a big, fat, stinky, nasty, sloppy shit. And Johnny smells like dick. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That's true. I didn't do nothing. Hailing from pants unknown, weighing in at two to five ounces on average, it's calm. <laughs> Brady Sim. Tyler Awesome dong. <laughs> <laughs> awesome Dom versus Queen Laquipa at DPW Cock and Ball Torture. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he fed. Panthers rule 95. Let's no, go, Panthers! They, no, they fucking don't. <laughs> Jake DeLome! Raleigh figured to nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's bigger than ass. Bobby eats your pussy. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. Holy shit. All right. So the 1989 Denver Broncos. Yeah, big fan. That's like Stan Marsh's favorite team, I think. <laughs> That's Garmin's fucking dad. Jay Stan Smith. Jason Farnham. Couple A's in there. Uh fifteen dollar tier. Henry Allen. <laughs> The Big Dog 992. All right. Jeff, he chose. Yo. Rebecca Dobson. I love how I guess to 15 people are like, I'm just going to put my name, I think. Yeah. This is a a classy tier. The $15 tier. Uh, Poison (laughs) A1234. Well, I'm heading down a southern trail. 
I'm going dick hunting, chopping redneck chicken cock. Isaiah Johnson. A new right. dawn is upon us. The moment has come. After all this time, finally, Dick the Cock Johnson will teach us how to hit the clay. Hit the what? The clay. What? what? I need to know. Hit the what? Jet underscore. No dick. No cock. No. And no Johnson. How is this That's possible? right. I'm restraining myself for you three turds. Hope you're happy. <laughs> Come on, turds. James Busby, <laughs> William Melendez. Did y'all know Demo Dick Marcinko led a group called Red Cell who kidnapped and tortured an American soldier for 30 hours? Well, I like him. <laughs> I love the Atlanta Braves' Chipper Jones. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Chippy Jones is a legend in my household, man. I, I've heard this. It's I've heard Chippy about Chippy Jones. Chippy Jones is a legend in his household, oh. man. I believe so. I believe Fucking that. Classic entirely. steroid abuser, man. That's, that's Dude, what it's all about, bro. There's no abuse. Only <laughs> <laughs> usage. <laughs> I love the Atlanta Braves, Chipper Jones, Ronald Acuna, Bubby Ray Dudley, Measler Cunez, Roll Your Fingers. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> oh my god. You're like, pass out. Holy oh, shit, that got me so off guard. I'm like, oh, I hit him. <laughs> Holy shit. Me like you, yes. Roll your fingers. Fuck the WWE. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. That got me, dude. That got me so off guard. Oh my Holy god. Holy shit. All right. Uh, oh shit. Adam Hebb. Yeah. Uh, Smokey J's Games. After a long hiatus because my boss didn't want to pay me, I'm back. Oh, shit. Bad man booty daddy. Oh, welcome back. $20 tier. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it just like it. <laughs> $20 tier. It's bunky. But the always chunky, never funky. Dick. Not cock. Hey, yo, bunky. Oh, my God. Hey, yo, bunky. Check out this dick. <laughs> Johnson bussin' <laughs> the cock bussin' Dick is bussin' Yeah, crazy stuff Our ADR annual Apollo Picaro Yo uh, And still the champion of the Patreon of the world At $80.69 Wow Follow me on Twitch At Tony Douglas You old fuck So I'd ask myself Why didn't Delac hire pizza guy number one Johnny Sins What the hell 
Dude, how do you even thank this guy? I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> thank you so much for continuing to be the champion. Listen, Appreciate 60 it. of you can help us break an all-time record. Sign up to patreon.com slash deadlockpw. Help us out here. We're rocking over there. There's actually... Con there, if you, it's, It doesn't just come with a fucked up shout-out. There's actually hundreds of hours of content that has never been released anywhere but the Patreon on the wow. Patreon. We have, we have like four new pieces of content, four to five every week too, so it's, definitely yeah, get on we, there. We're going crazy, so get on out there. And Shout you. out Chip Your Judge. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the WWE. Roll your fingers, fuck the WWE. I agree. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk a little bit before we uh, hop into uh, TNA yeah. and all that stuff. We want to talk about uh, this past weekend, DPW Live. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was uh, an interesting and eye-opening, I think, experience yeah. for us. This is sure. our very first uh, very first live show we've ever done. Yeah. Most of the time, the way that we do stuff on DPW On Demand <clears throat> and the way that we've kind of worked it out. And I feel like the way we've worked it out has turned out pretty good for us for the most part. I, I think, thankfully you know knock on wood you know people are used to it being that way and i think some might even prefer it because you know when you get that turnaround you know that delay we get to do cooler shit with it you know when we're doing yeah, a live exactly. we can't have as much cool shit going on yeah in terms so, of production right yeah when we usually what happens is we film the show and then uh seven days from the date of the show we uh, premiere it live on DPW On Demand, and that's worked really well for us, not only in regards to uh, being able to make sure that it works perfectly every single time, but we're also able to give you the highest quality possible along with like promos and packages, and yeah, we're exactly. able to put the stories yeah, yeah. together a little better with uh, being able to like go from segment to segment and whatever the case may be, um, and it's worked really well. And something obviously that like is pretty popular is just live shows in general, and we thought we yeah, like... I mean live sports in general, not just wrestling. Live sports is you know, yeah, exactly. unbelievably popular. So we're like you know, and uh, it's something that we enjoy. We enjoy watching live wrestling. Yeah, so we're absolutely. like, oh no, fucking not. everyone expected. I assume at some point, uh, especially once we switch commentators, that we would you know at least try to do it live. Yeah, and uh, you know we decided that like the best way to do it was to kind of just take it. Uh, to take a, like a new series almost like yeah. we felt like it would it would it would work if we kept doing the shows the way we're doing because we're doing so well with those shows but also introduce like a new form of content that allows people to see DPW in a different way than right. they see it regularly like every month how we usually do and I'll be honest with you it turned out pretty damn well I was pretty happy with how it went um, DPW live was this past weekend the VOD is up right now um, the way that we had to do production was way different um the way that we had to set up the match with everything yeah everyone has to kind of be on point like everything has to happen exactly how it's written yeah. and like people just have to go like yeah. we just have to make sure we're in the right spots and we're right. making the right there's calls. no fucking time that you can't hesitate because you got to fucking go and th I, for the most part you know I, I i think thankfully uh you know on the show wise everything went pretty fucking good yeah, yeah. i think so too I, one of the biggest things that Especially we wanted to first, do you know yeah we we tested a lot of shit like this time we tested a lot of shit just to see yeah. like what exactly works for us. Um, like we did motion graphics for the in-betweens and gave them more time Which so I we loved. could like. Yeah, I thought the motion graphics went really well and like the, yeah. it made the production look a lot cooler and, um, you know, and we were able to still record the show like while live streaming. So um, we still had the VOD in the same high quality as we usually do. Yeah, exactly. So like 
that works out awesome. So that being is able very to cool, yeah. being able to live stream the show the way we did. And if you know, we had a couple of production mistakes during the show, but then we had the VOD untouched and like raw quality. So like we can go back and change like you right. know, if we had like a overlay go off when it shouldn't have gone off, then yeah. we could take that out. Or if you know, we had a camera cut that we didn't like during the live bit, yeah, yeah, we exactly. can go back and yeah. change that in the VOD. Um so that's like something that ended up being a really cool thing that we weren't sure we were going to be able to do, but we ended up um, being able to do it. And we were able to get the VOD up within like 48 hours of like the live. Yeah. Show. That was so, crazy, man. That was incredible. Yeah. From you the whole fucking team, yeah. buzzed your dick on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Making sure that like people could get it as soon as they possibly could was a, was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and the show format we did, it was like two, it was like two hours. The show went at like two hours. It was um, fucking, and it it didn't feel anything like fuck. Like I, what was it like? Maybe two twenty in total, maybe. Yeah, two twenty uh, with intermission, I think. And yeah, like, yeah, that's right. Stuff yeah, like that. yeah. So um, like, which is like, for seven matches, fucking crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. That's show awesome. start. Show started. Biggest thing is show started on time when we said it was going to start. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Show went two hours, seven matches. Everybody got the time. Like everybody stuck to what they needed to do and like got there, and it was. It made the show uh, so much easier to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking... We I think we had one production hiccup where like a match went offline at one point. It wasn't even, and which is insane. Yeah. So, the like I I think it was the Colby and Kevin match. Yeah, it was Colby and Kevin Kuhn went offline for a minute. But... Yeah, it, like at the end of the match, it just like the fee dropped, but it it was nothing that we could have seen. Like it, like it was I don't know if it was the site or what it was like. There was no drops. Yeah, like there was no, there's no drop in the program. No right. Internet, no internet didn't go issues. out. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I only found out because you had actually texted me. I messaged you and said, "Yo, and said, yeah, the show go out." And I'm like, "No, I'm watching it right now." Like, because I had it pulled up on my phone at the show and I didn't see yeah, it drop. Yeah. And then, like, I refreshed it and it was back normal or whatever, so it was fine. Like yeah. the next match and was fine. I think it started back up like right when the next match started, right? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, during the uh, triple threat with uh, JD Drake and Noah Hossman mm-hmm. and Eric Royal. Uh, that's what like so you know you you missed the end of that fucking one match, which sucks. But like it was it wasn't anything we could have done. No. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, which you know that's you know that's a risk with any live stuff. You know what I mean? Like you know you watch uh, yeah. any fucking major you know production wrestling. Uh, you know there's fucking issues all along. I'm pretty sure like AEW uh like just last week had a fucking like couple minutes of audio fuck up just, yeah it's, you know sometimes you just can't catch that shit yeah like i was telling james i'm like even when you stream out of your bedroom from google fiber like you'll still have issues yeah, you yeah, 100%, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? so it's like there's that's out of my control yeah 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 i mean and and you know going from tape to live we didn't like increase our crew at all it's still the same crew so like we had to kind of figure out like what exactly what jobs do we need every what because everyone had to kind of pitch in you know it's right. like what jobs exactly do we need to do because our jobs change now because we have to make sure that we're hitting every single thing correct yeah, like yeah. It, there's no like there's no just like taping the match and then we'll do everything later it's like we have to do everything right now so it's like yeah, yeah. kind of splitting the jobs was interesting there's no room for error yeah and and the biggest thing was is like we didn't want to just we could have like just live streamed the show and then whatever. It's like, hey, it's, you know, we'll just fucking yeah. Here you go. Yeah. yeah, here you go. It's just live. But like, we wanted to make it as like clean of a production as humanly possible. Like, yeah, you we know. wanted it to feel like DPW, like it always does. And yeah, I it, but yeah, just feel like DPW, but live. Like that was exactly yeah, what we right. wanted. So like, you still get the intro, you still get the video packages, you still get like the transitions from the matches and the, the same uh, lighting and the same lighting and the same team and the commentary. same commentary. Yeah, but it was hard to prep for the show because. 
one we, it's not like yeah. we talked to anybody that ever like we didn't talk to anybody that's done live shows before we just did the live show it yeah, like kind of just right. yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. that's kind of how we do everything always done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just figure it out and say yeah i think uh we have a lot of knowledge from stream video games you know like I, we could probably do this i don't see why yeah, we're we can't. fucking baptized by fire every time bro yeah, yeah it was like the same thing with dbw we just started doing it like it, yeah. we just like we're like this is what we like from like shows that we watch and like how do we replicate that and like yeah, make exactly. it our own and like that's just kind of how it's always been and don't get me wrong there is probably no bigger critic of our own stuff than us. We actually go out of our way to talk about only the stuff that we thought was not good because we want to fucking get better. Uh, you know, like I said, there was, you know, the drop thing, you know, there's not much you can do there. But We like, have like a whole it, list of things that like... Every show. Yeah. Every show we do. Yeah, especially uh, we while we were watching it. I was like, on. Johnny, write down everything that went wrong and Yeah, let I was us know. constantly message, putting in the group chat, hey, this, this, this. Uh, how, hey, did you, you know, know this? Was, oh, at one point you said, I think it was you or somebody was like, hey, commentary needs to be boosted a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then yeah, I told yeah. them and then I think it got fixed. And then we're like, It did Damn. get fixed. It did get yeah, fixed. So that's, yeah, so yeah. uh, um, that's awesome. But yeah, so we go out of our way to try to fucking find shit that's wrong. Uh, but there, like I said, there wasn't, there actually wasn't too much on this one, which I was super happy with. Yeah. I mean, that was a, it, it was a team effort really all the way through. I mean, just trying to make sure, you know, every, everybody was, you know, we had the meeting and we talked to everybody about what we need to do, what we need to hit and how we're going to do it. And like, we changed up entrances to make things flow a little bit quicker this mm -hmm. time around. Sure. Um, and that turned out very well. And, you know, uh, Rich has commentated a few live events before. So, like, he knows how to take us to the next segment without it yeah, exactly. being weird or anything. He knows and, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, guy. Yeah. the way that we were able to produce around Rich's commentary was, like, immaculate. So, like, he would, yeah. like, we would cut and then we'd be able to go. Like, we wouldn't even have need to have, like, a because I was kind of with Rich, like, in the headset and, like, Right. Know, I would be able to hear what he's saying and then we'd be able to I would have like Joe or the Tyler timing. yeah and like yeah. we'd have the timing down of what screens we need to go to what we need to show how we're going to do yeah. it, things like that um, which turned out really fucking good man it turned out awesome um, and, I'm, and I'm super happy with how it went obviously we're our biggest critics and we're always going to fucking you know things yeah. should go better whatever the case may be but for our first go at it I think we did a really good job and like we're definitely going to try it again this year. Um, I think we have mm -hmm. a few events. Um, we haven't announced them yet or anything, but yeah, we got some um, ideas. Yeah, but we're definitely going to try live again this year, um, just to keep it going and see what we can do. And uh, and I think that's just a different way for us to present events. I think the DPW live branding and like the name and the the concept of it is a really good idea. Uh, and it's definitely something we want to continue doing. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the best oh, thing. Also, I shout would... out to base ring general Hunter Rayner. Love that oh hell yeah, bitch. hell yeah! yeah Shout out really. Hunter Rainer. He's he awesome. Is, uh, he was there helping the out the whole the ringmaster. Yeah, love that guy. But I was gonna say the best thing we took from this whole like live thing is just like how we tightened up our production and how we ran the show itself. I think just yeah, having the right a, with the same right exact team. Yeah, yeah, have the right people in the right place. Just like even like with Nadia uh, ring announcing, just getting her in the right spot for the next yeah. match, being there, just like made it flow so much better and those are like those little things that we can use like even not yeah, in our it live much shows forced us yeah it pretty much forced us to learn how to get better at producing shows in general yeah because yeah. we wanted to make sure it was the same experience tighter as, yeah yeah like yeah. if you're there as a fan watching this show you want it to be like a tight well-run machine yeah and like i think we learned we picked up some few things like even we were like oh well if we had nadia here like at this point she can get right. in the ring right away and then we get to the next match faster and i think yeah, it's yeah. just like those little and things even, are going to help us 
Yeah, and even things like holding the shot so we can take it to the next part and like things like that. We kind of learned as like literally as the show was going, it was like we kept a, sh a shot long for like one part at the beginning. And then we mm -hmm. like just adjusted the rest of the show. We're like, just do that every single time. Cause like, like <laughs> yeah, we got right. like the, we got people like mic'd up and we're just like, we tell the cameras like, just keep that fucking shot, you know, as long as you can yeah. on that. Mm -hmm. um, and then we were able to like cut to the next segment and do stuff like that. It's a pretty, it's a pretty interesting like setup, you know? Um, Scary. Yeah, it, it's definitely, yeah, it definitely is. Um, Cause I mean, the number one thing is like, you can always, you can excuse bad video you can never excuse bad audio. You know yeah, what I mean, right? no, it's and which and which is like the hardest part. There is like no course on pro wrestling live audio. You can't search it. You can't ask for it. Nobody knows. And you just gotta figure there's the fuck no, out. There's no secret to producing there's audio. For no, it's fucked up. And then you'll ask like ten different people, and they'll give you all ten different answers. Nobody knows. Yeah, everyone does it differently. Yeah, exactly. It's it's fucking crazy. But I like I said, I uh, watching it on fucking TV. It sounded fucking good to me. So yeah, I thought it. I thought it went very well. If you guys want to check yeah. it out, um, it is on DPW dot uh, live. Yeah. Um, you check out that VOD fucking killer main event, Lucky Ali and SB Kento. SB Kento fucking is been. He is. This is dude. like he said that DPW is his second home. He's been on a tear crazy style here over the past dude, six I, months uh, or so. It's so I, I, it's so funny like thinking of stuff like that because I I remember. Me and James, me and you, stay, like we were up just fucking real late one night watching Dragon Gate, and I'm pretty. I don't. We might have been watching SB versus Shun, and I remember we were like, "Wow, we these guys are awesome. If we brought these guys out, that'd be crazy." And then they fucking yeah. the bleeds orange, brother. Like, yeah, dude. I, I think it was like the the exact night that like Kento is like I might say fuck Z Bratz. and like he's like I'm going on excursion. Yeah, or something like yeah, that. yeah. Like, um, man, what a fucking like he is a DPW guy to me. Yeah, me too. I think he's awesome. And uh, yeah, he had a killer great. main event with Lucky Ali. Um, yeah. Real standout match to Queen Aminata and Jada Stone. I was Stone just about to bring that up, bro. Made that their fucking debut. match. Jada Stone and Queen Aminata, like, what the fuck? <laughs> they, like, <laughs> they maximized every second and beat <laughs> the shit out of each other. It yeah. was awesome, man. Like, yeah, what a like star-making performance for those two. Like, those two are fucking great. And yeah, then, that's and then a match fucking... you should highly see. Koo and Colby, man, was they just that's a layup, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a layup. Like, that's, they beat the yeah. shit out of each other. it was awesome. Yeah, um, and then great. You shit. know, of course, we have uh, DPW Yari No coming up. Tickets are for sale right now. Uh, DPWTIX.com. Uh, main event is title versus career. Lucky Ali mm. puts his title on the line against Colby Carino, who is putting his career on the line. Wow. Yep. Uh, it's February twenty fifth, Raleigh, North Carolina. If you uh like uh, we say it all the time, but I mean every month it's it's getting more and more true. If you fucking are missing out, if you can make it to DPW and you're missing out, you're just doing yourself a disservice, brother, cuz this shit is fucking hot. You don't even know what's going on. You we, we talked about the year no shit, regrets. Bro. We talked about the year no regrets. That's, show, right? That's DPW. That's we're, I mean, we're doing a lot of shit. I mean, we came out the gate yeah. in January trying a live show. You know what I mean? That yeah. was the very first one we ever did. So, like, we have a lot and of like crazy little behind shit. the scenes. We were taking off in January. <laughs> yeah, we weren't even gonna do it. We weren't even gonna do a show in January. Yeah, right. And then we said, "Fuck it, year no regrets. We're gonna try yeah. a live show," and we just fucking did one. DPW you already know is going to be a very fucking important show in the history of this company. Uh, and you should all go out of your way to watch it or come out to it. DPWTIX.com. Uh, you know, get get the fuck on or get off. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh yeah. Also, uh, me and uh, Tony ended up seeing uh, Jason Lives, which is uh, Friday Thirteenth. Was the uh, Friday of the show? Was Friday Thirteenth? So I came out for that. That is hot. What a good movie, man. Yeah, we loaded the ring thirty minutes, quickest time ever. Uh, that was crazy. Hunter Rayner and the boys, and we went, ended up going and uh, going to the draft house and seeing Jason Lives. Sometimes they play like uh, they'll play random movies. I don't know why they just like doing that, and I like that. <laughs> That's why I got that season pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we ended up seeing Jason Lives uh, with Hunter Rayner, and it was uh, packed fucking house. Fucking, we That's ate awesome. crazy though. We were hungry as fuck. We came straight <laughs> yeah, to the we ring truck. We came oh straight to the ring truck to the uh, draft house, and like, <laughs> dude, we were so hungry, man. So we ate out crazy stuff. That's awesome. Jason Lives, by the way, um, fucking awesome. It's like one of the best horror movies ever. Probably, it's so good. Um, Tony, have you seen that before? Uh, yeah, probably a long time ago, dude. That's like, yeah, I probably saw it a long time ago. That's uh, pretty much what the video game is based off of that movie, I would say. So if you play the yeah, game, yeah, that is definitely much... like the default, right? Of like the whole cabin, the cabin right. and the gravestone is all in there. The cars are in there, like everything. Tom, from Tommy there. Jarvis, yeah, yeah, Tommy's okay, in there. Yeah, not Corey yeah. Feldman, Tommy Jarvis though, but not <laughs> yeah, right. little baby man. This is a grown ass <laughs> man. So uh, Tommy, this is the Tommy Jarvis one where they said we have to bring Jason back. We have to fucking bring this guy back, and like we have to keep going with this Tommy Jarvis thing. Um, so they brought Jason back in this Friday Thirteenth. Tommy goes to the grave site where Jason is buried because for whatever reason they buried Jason Voorhees in a regular graveyard with the other human <laughs> beings. Tommy Jarvis and everything headstone for Jason. Dude, it's Boys. not. It's not like uh, the the Halloween where they take him out in the town and like put him on top of the car and all that shit. Not they like that. They, they give him a gravestone, nice little gravestone. That's yeah, awesome. That was super nice. They, he was. In, they not, dude. Because they respect even, him. It's even they respect what he's done. Crazier. Dude, think about it. Because they not only buried him, Tony, they put him in a coffin. So he went to a funeral home and they fucking. <laughs> they probably had a whole like procession or whatever it's called. Yeah, just what, there. Was, what was the, what was the Friday the 13th one where they, they took him to the fucking funeral home and then he like, uh, it was like the soul of Jason. Was that Jason Goes to Hell? The one where he go where it, his what it soul is, yeah. goes into like the cop or whatever, uh, and it's like, oh man, it is Jason is fucking. It was one of the. Oh wait, I here don't... we go. Yeah, yeah. Set after the events of Jason Takes Manhattan. Which, oh, okay. Which, That's by the way, one. I good one. I don't know, bro. I rewatched that one. It's it's tough. There, that like, there's like. 30 good minutes in that movie. <laughs> you know, maybe I, like, maybe I like the idea more than the actual movie, sure. but I do love that. Jason Takes Manhattan is a good idea in theory. I agree with that. They're on a boat the whole, they're on a boat the whole time. It's kind of They're in a does. boat in like Based. Canada, bro. They're not even in Manhattan. And, but the fucking scene where he kicks the jukebox is so iconic. Dude, that's so, so awesome. Good. And when he's yeah. on the subway, it's so good. Um, but yes, Jason goes to hell. The film follows Jason's spirit as it possesses various people to continue his killings. After his death, to resurrect himself, Jason must find and possess a member of his bloodline, but he can also be permanently killed by one of the surviving relatives using a magical dagger. That is insane. Indeed. That was not very good. But uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. Jason lives. Uh, me and Tony and Hunter Rainer saw it, and that is so good with Tommy Jarvis. But like I was saying with that, uh, they go to the graveyard site with the uh, coffin for whatever reason and everything else. Have you seen yeah, this one before, John? I haven't seen this. No. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, All right, no, you I have haven't. to see this one. Right, well, first off, you have to see the... 
you have to see like some of the older ones to appreciate how good this one is. Okay. So like we have to go back and watch some of the shittier ones. We had to watch Jason Takes Manhattan and then you can watch this one. And you'd be like, oh, sure. God, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, the, yeah. What Tony said is he jabs the fucking fence piece into his dead body. Jason is, <laughs> by the way, he Jason is fucking dead. <laughs> like he is dead. dead so, like, so Tommy, Tommy's going there to make sure Jason is still in the grave, I guess, or whatever. Cause, cause he okay. has PTSD. He's, he's like, fucked oh, up sure. From, he wants to make sure from, he's from actually the wars fucking with dead. Jason. You know? Sure. So, okay. That he's makes going sense. to check it out. And then, uh, he yeah, opens yeah. it up and then Jason Cicade body's there and then he takes his fence piece and he jabs into him a hundred times. It's oh, fucking shit. disgusting sounds and awesome and all. Damn. And there's a rainstorm going on at the same time, which is, oh my, James, you can tell. If it. you can believe it, Tommy Jarvis <laughs> sticks the fence piece into Jason, <laughs> no. walks away to get the gasoline Don't can. Don't lightning. The lightning storm no. strikes <laughs> the fence piece and Jason goes back to life. It no. fucking defibrillated him back to life. So Jason Voorhees is, is not, if, if he would have just fucking left it, left be, him alone. it would have been done with. That is a fucking, that is storytelling people there you go right there <laughs> it's so crazy because he gets out and like these maggots that were on his decaying body are like washing off in the rain and then oh, it's like oh jason's shit. back let's fucking go it's yeah. such a good scene they're coming off crazy style but by the way this is a very meta movie like to the point where like the gravekeeper literally looks at the camera during the movie to make a <laughs> remark like deadpool style looks at the fucking camera to make that a remark no awesome. one in this theater knew that Dude, the whole really, I, yeah, it was a. I felt like these younger audience too. They didn't. No one in this theater understood that. So like, they weren't like. There's a bunch of like really cool callbacks in this yeah. movie. Um, you know, especially Friday or uh, they made a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street like um references in this movie. Okay. Um, that like I was waiting for the crowd to go. Oh, or uh, something. they don't they, even pop they for. They didn't get that at all. Aww. The fucking kid's name at the at the. Uh, at Crystal Lake, it's called like Forest Green in this movie. Yeah, they yeah. tried to rename it. Um, oh, sure. But Crystal Lake, the girl that was there, her fucking name was Nancy, and she was having nightmares of a killer. Oh my god! And nobody and no caught one... that. Wow. And then there was also a scene where they do uh, the kill from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street One, where they where he pushes through the wall. Do you remember that? Where yes, like yeah, yeah, he yeah, comes yeah. through the wall. Like the wall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, he, so Jason takes this girl in the bathroom and then slams her head through the wall and it does the exact fucking <laughs> Freddy Krueger through the wall thing from oh, the first night. I'll show you nobody awesome. in the theater got that. I was like, look at her. I'm like, oh, you guys like that shit or what? I didn't see nothing. <laughs> no, I was no, like, no, oh, no, man, nothing at all. Damn. The gravekeeper looked straight at the camera and made that remark. I was like, oh, did anybody catch that? Everybody's just <laughs> eating their food. I was like, all right, fuck, man. Like, this was, he, James is throwing <laughs> fence pieces around the fucking theater. I was in there. You guys don't understand how good this movie is. You have to watch the other ones to realize how good this one is. Uh, fucking fantastic movie. Um, you, we definitely have to watch it with you because it was okay. it yeah, is yeah. so yeah, it's an all time. Yeah, yeah, it's the and then best. we gotta watch X with Tony. X is no, well, first off, Jason X, we had to watch again. Yeah, we'll do a series of X movies. Yeah, there we go. We'll Jason watch. X, X, uh, Triple X, Triple X, with Triple X, X with Diesel. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that, was a, that was a certified hood classic. That was awesome, dude. That Friday the 13th movie. Or uh, the game, the Friday 13th game, yeah. mm -hmm. deserved way fucking better than what it got. 
What like I don't really remember what went wrong. Just the people just didn't like it. Lawsuit. Or is, the fucking lawsuit. Oh, I remember that. But even before then, it was kind of dying. No, they no, the developers. Was, I don't remember being that hot. Uh, like didn't they change uh, all the meta, months. like the way the game played, and they changed the meta of the game? The fucking no here's happened. the here's exactly what fucking happened because I had like a I had like two hundred some hours in that game. I played yeah, a yeah. lot. One, it was here's what it was. One, you lawsuit. Two, you couldn't fucking kill your teammates anymore. Yeah, they died. There was they. They fucking, did stop that. Yeah. There was nothing more fun in that game than fucking going to the building, finding the shotgun, and then opening the microphone. If y'all do not come to me, I will kill you. Dude, there you was still, nothing better you have than all timer like all timer clip of you running over everybody in your car or something, or you got yes. ran over in the car. I can't yes, remember the clip Jason, was. My team, it was four. Okay, so it was like my whole team was over by Jason. And I take the car and I'm, I have the car by myself. And I'm going, I'm about to leave. And I fucking hard right swerve and kill three of my teammates in one go, dude. It was so funny. Fucking t- getting, dying and then getting Tommy Jarvis that was to come crazy. back and kill your teammate kill with a shotgun yes. was so <laughs> fucking funny. It was unbelievable, dude. Yeah, that's that the game, kind of game. That's the kind of game where you don't penalize for team killing. Like, come on. Like, no, I mean people were like mad about it or whatever. I hear sure. you. I would, you know what? I hear you. But holy shit, I was like, I had so many streams where I'd get the shotgun and be like, I'm going to fucking kill you unless you do the Pledge of Allegiance right now <laughs> over the live mic. And he'd start doing the Pledge of Allegiance and then you'd hear Jason coming because he can hear the he, yeah. Jason can yeah. hear the guy doing the Pledge of Allegiance in the middle of Crystal Lake. Jason gets him and then I run away. That shit is so funny every time. That, that, game, was, that awesome. game was fucking iconic. Dude, the voice chat shit was unbelievably fun. Dude, yeah, especially incredible. coming from dead by daylight and going to friday the 13th and like yes. prox oh, chat yeah the yeah. prox chat was good because it was only when you were near your teammates yeah so like, it was awesome so like you know and you can't really tell and you can talk shit to jason he, yeah you can shit talk jason <laughs> as he's chasing you which would be him jason into tunneling there was so much stuff you could do in that game and it got fucking killed and like the saddest part is like i'm sure the killer clown game is gonna be cool I'm sure the fucking Leatherface game is going to be cool. Yeah, but it but won't you had, feel the there's same. Not, there's not many times you get a shot like that with a game. And to know that that was fucking ripped from your hands. I know. I, I remember, dude, they were on, they had the pipeline. They were going to make Uber Jason and the spaceship yeah. map. And like, they had it all. They had it all. You had fucking <laughs> 10 movies with an infinite amount of bullshit in it that you could have done yeah. stuff with. It's like there's only like one or two good fucking Texas Chainsaw movies. That sucks. Fucking Killer Clowns from Outer Space is just one movie. So I yeah. like you had an entire universe of bullshit. They started doing yeah. magic tricks in fucking Friday the 13th. <laughs> you could have done so much with it. And I can't believe I, I wish know. it could get like re-released or something or like they could i wish they could do it again damn what a shame but uh yeah jason lives is awesome jason X is awesome uh we had a really good time at bring back friday the 13th um yeah the game yeah (laughs) we gotta bring that shit back man that shit was a lot of fun it we just need more content man we just need more content i mean you can still play it right it's still playable, right but it's modded crazy so i agree public lobbies are fucking all broken and like yeah yeah like no no one's there to get into a lobby anyway yeah it was the community that made it man right now it's just try hard fucking you know what i mean back in the day i did like a whole game i've solo queued an entire game where i cosplayed 
as a Mediacom employee. <laughs> and like I everyone in, that. you remember that? And everyone in the lobby played along. Solo that's queue, awesome. random. Wow. It was like a magical moment. Yeah. That's, it was that's crazy. Cause, that game, wow. Cause Friday, Friday the 13th was such a like franchise that everybody knows. So it was like, you get a lot of casual gamers that played that game too. So it was fun to just run into some. And they thought it was people. fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But now, yeah, there's there's none of that left. You can't still have those vods or anything. Yeah, they're on my. Uh, I think they're on my second day. Are they pulse in progress? You just look okay, at Friday yeah, the 13th. I, I'm gonna have to go watch them Dude, again. There was they're one that really happened on Friday the 13th in real life. Really? Where, like I was. What, what was it? I was like, uh, oh, I was protecting because I was playing Chad with the baseball bat. And, yeah, like, yeah. I was like protecting my teammate from putting the gas in the car. And I'm like, put the <laughs> fucking gas in the car. I, I'm really nice at first. I'm like, put the hey, put the gas in the car. I got you. I got the bat or whatever. So I'm standing yeah. there with the bat. He's running in circles or something. I go, put the gas no. in the car. I got the bat. I I get I get help yeah. from Jason. So here's Jason. He comes out. I hit him with the bat. Knock Jason out. He's still running in circles. Put the gas in the car. <laughs> and I'm on Prog's chat, like screaming at the top of my lungs at this guy. There's a guy like 500 yards out. I can hear him snickering like real yeah. quietly from afar. He, so he gets the gas in the car. I fucking hit Jason again. I go to get in the car. The guy runs off with the car, <laughs> leaves me there with Jason, and I die. <laughs> yeah, that was on Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's fucking, unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah, you should go back. If you watch, uh, I'm looking at his VOD right now. Jason the Cable Guy is the name of the video. That's a good one. You okay, watch that I'm going to watch he's, all of He's the Cable Guy as Jason. You're Baghead Jason, too, so that's a good one. Cable Guy? Dude, it was... Good. It was like someone else with a mic. So I think they were a streamer or something. But like, yeah. you know, you, you, I can't tell in game. Right, right, right. But they went along with it too. And I was like, holy shit, this That's is awesome. That's so fucking dude. funny. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was really That's good times. Awesome. Um, but alas, wow. good times do not last, fellas. <laughs> Take them while you can. Take yeah, them really. while you can. Especially with games, man. Like, you never, as nowadays, they're cutting servers after a year on some shit. So you got to fucking enjoy yeah, while you yeah, can. If the, man, if the battle pass don't sell out crazy or something, yeah, the game's fucked. dying. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. are Dude, That makes me sad, man. Back in my day, I used to play, buy the video game, I play it as it is. And Oh my God, yeah. I yeah. used to play Ridge Racer on the PS1. You could take the disc out. You could put in a Limp Biscuit CD and you could listen to Limp Biscuit. And you don't even have to put the CD back in to play Ridge Racer. Yeah, you're right. That's back in the day. That was my days. <laughs> and you can still play Ridge Racer. Racer to this day as the game was. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Well, Jason Lives sounds awesome. Jason Lives was fucking sweet. Yes. That's Jason awesome. Lives was awesome. Jason X would be sweet. Uh, I just want to watch horror movies with all my buddies because I like them. Well, we'll keep doing that. Yeah, that's what we do. You're no, you're no regrets. Yeah, it's kind of what we do, honestly. We come out yeah, here and right. watch we a horror movie the- and <laughs> we're rocking. So. Yeah, well, we also sometimes watch wrestling, and that's what we got to talk about now. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I'm sure you guys hated that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now it's time to get into oh, yeah. TNA Wrestling Impact it uh, is my for dash, February Danny. 18th. It is the truth I seek. This is a Hulk Hogan show. Huh? This is a Hulk Hogan show. (laughs) Uh, Damn it, dude. We can't keep starting the episode with the theme when there's like nine cold (laughs) opens and shit before the theme. No, no. We have to talk about everything else before. This is my destiny. No, bro. It's a song. Before before we talk about that, we have some observer notes. Oh, yeah. I guess this. It is my destiny. It is the truth I seek. We just want to sing the song, bro. (laughs) Well, we got some observer notes here uh, going on in the wrestling world. Not too much going on a lot of tna talk of course oh, yeah. uh, the wrestling observer from february 15th 2010 
in TNA news, Hulk Hogan was trying to recruit RVD, and RVD actually put the taped conversation on his website. <laughs> Hogan brought up Impact Movie <laughs> on Mondays, said he's been in talks with Jeff Hardy and how he and Hardy were discussing quote-unquote whacked-out storyline ideas. Hardy had, yeah, I got an idea, dude. You lose to me. <laughs> That's crazy. Hardy hasn't signed yet, but hasn't seemed to show any interest in one-shot offers from other groups. Uh, regarding Hardy's future as a press time, anything was possible and nothing was certain. RVD said he was interested in discussing it further, and the rest of the conversation wasn't taped. Uh, as you know, obviously, both of them end up going to TNA, and they yeah. work with me, brother. <laughs> I was wondering, the Hardy, Hardy thing, he shows up randomly, right, on the... Dome show wasn't that? Did he show he's up? He's on that. He's on the, which is weird because he's already shown up. But I he's guess he on wasn't the show, signed. but he didn't sign. Holy. He was on the January fourth show. <laughs> That's right? what I was thinking. I'm like, he was there. Yeah, but he, he brain homicide. But he yeah, just yeah. He didn't have a contract. Okay, I guess not. They just wanted. Jeff you know Hardy. what's crazy with that? Really, is that uh, RVD at the time was still rocking crazy, but he just yeah, he, he just he didn't want to go anywhere. He didn't want to sound like a long-term deal or something. I guess he wasn't like... Do you I, think you WWE think was going to come back and get him or something? I was going to say, do you think maybe he was like still thinking like he, they would just bring him back and he'd have that run that he was supposed to have? Was he unhappy yeah, he, about WWE or not? I don't remember. can't remember I mean, this I'm time. Sure he can't, was I'm, I'm sure he wasn't happy with how it ended. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think he um, had any like ill will or anything. No, I mean, you know, he talks about Talks about Shawn Michaels some and Triple dudes. H a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so it joined the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we don't, brother. We don't really know. <laughs> well, speaking of Hogan, dude, uh, Hogan was on the Monday Night Mayhem radio show. He strongly hinted about Monday, but it couldn't go out and say it. Just said there are things like budgeting and stuff and how smart marks want him to go live on Mondays, <laughs> but noted all sorts of issues hinting that wasn't going to be the case because of how much it'll cost. As noted, the last word was going live every other week first and seeing how that affects ratings. He said he's learned a lot in a short period he's, in, he's been in charge, and that if he learned anything from the Australia tour, it is that he doesn't belong in the ring anymore. He brought up RVD and Jeff Hardy <laughs> uh, like he thought he was getting them and claimed all kinds of people in WWE are uh, in contact. I'm sure everyone but the top guys or the guys who are motivated to be in the big spotlight would at least have curiosity or interest. So Hogan's on this show saying, we're not going to Mondays, dude. Only the Marks want us to be there. <laughs> yeah, what's okay. uh, yeah, well, okay. we will. Yeah. The, the only people that watch TNA are the Marks. Yeah, the Smart Marks are your entire audience, brother. Like, what the fuck? I was saying, doesn't Hogan wrestle again also? I think uh, he has another yeah. Oh my God, yes, he does. Yeah, of course he, he does. Says, he says, I, the one thing I learned is I shouldn't be in the ring. He gets back in the ring for sure. <laughs> or maybe well, I, I should, brother. About, I thought about it some more, dude. <laughs> Bubba the Lost told me it would be a good idea, dude. Well, James Hogan this week uh, on Buffalo. <laughs> dude, Bubba Love Sponge is like a crucial dude, part yeah. of TNA at this point. Yes, I know. Uh, Hogan this week on Bubba claimed he would be turning heel soon. <laughs> if what? he was, If he was, you think he wouldn't say it, but then again, who knows, says Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, dude. <laughs> or maybe I won't. Well, let or me maybe tell you I something, will. Bubba. I'm turning heel. <laughs> and Jeff Hardy and me are going to do some whacked out stuff together. What the fuck, man? <laughs> dude. Going, if, going on a show and saying I'm turning heel is unreal. You think that was him trying to like tell them like he they didn't want him to turn heel? And well, he, he would do to, that a lot. I want to turn heel, dude. Yeah, he <laughs> would do that a lot. You're right, yeah. dude. Yeah. He would do that a ton where like he would just go on. 
He would go above the low punch and lie. He would just lie. That's yeah. all he did. No, all he the time. He'd go on and be like, yeah, I got a big match coming up with John Cena at WrestleMania. We're having one more run coming. And it's like, no one ever heard that ever. Hogan's just straight up lying so he can get feelers Someone out there. Someone should chronicle all the Hogan on Bubba stuff and just see how much he lies. He just lied a ton. I remember during the TNA run, like every fucking week was like another was lie. lie. Yeah, from this guy, man. Like, Jesus. He also said he doesn't want Brooke to become a wrestling character. I guess I'll just lie some more. <laughs> I got one more lie for you, dude. Number Why one. Did, yeah. Why did Bubba even let him on the show? It's a he lie. Like, bullshit. Good yeah. content. Good content. That's all, yeah, that's all you there. wanted yeah. on a podcast is just that. You You're know right. what I'm Hulkster on air lying every week. Dude, that's he, like rating. He'd go on Bubba Love Sponge and just bury like the talent. Like, yeah, AMW sucks. Uh, Agent Styles yeah, is terrible. Bobby Roode's yeah. never good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, James got another fun one here for you. Regarding the Honky Tonk Man. No. Is this <laughs> also on Bubba Love is this TNA related? This is TNA related. No. Oh my. He said his talks about coming to TNA came in a conversation in November with Jeff Jarrett. Then this past week, he did a radio show, show saying it was all a work and he never talked to TNA. <laughs> Why would the fuck would Jeff Jarrett in November of 2009 talk to Honky Tonk Man? You have Desmond Wolf and Kurt Angle. <laughs> I don't. I, like. Just they, dudes from that era just love to fucking they lie. They just lie, bro. That's just crazy. They're just a lie. Yeah. Yeah. They're just doing bits. Is yeah, what they're saying. Fucking just, smart, smart idiots, dude. <laughs> We're not going to Mondays, idiot. Why would you believe me on air on this radio show that I'm doing? <laughs> Mark. <laughs> well, I'm Hulk Hogan, dude. Terry Balea wouldn't lie, brother. <laughs> I thought this was interesting. Starting with Against All Odds on February 14th, TNA is putting its pay-per-views live on the internet on the company's website at a fourteen ninety-five price. I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> Guy like me, fourteen ninety-five. dollars 95 I'd touch that with a 10-foot pole. That's way pay, too much money pay, for an yeah, internet show. I, I would on. never pay for an internet show like I that. I pay like Fuck $25 a month for a year for Peacock. So I'm not paying fourteen ninety-five for that. <laughs> yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, not, I don't, you're telling me I don't even get the whole backlog? Hey, touch that with a 10-foot pole. No, no way, brother. No, just put it just one pay. Or maybe I will, dude. Who knows? <laughs> My wallet might be opening up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, figure four weekly from February 15th, 2010 uh, in TNA news uh, coming on the heels of the impact rating returning to pre Hogan levels and a pay-per-view that featured quite a few below average matches. <laughs> this is Alvarez. Of course, hey, what show Dick's, is this? It's final resolution. Uh, this was whatever that paper. Against uh, against all odds. Yeah. Against yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Dixie Carter officially announced on Monday that impact will be moving to Mondays effective March 8th to cut costs early on and to see what live versus tape really means. The ske uh, the taping schedule has them going live on March 8th and 22nd and February 5th and 19th. So basically, basically alternating live weeks with tape weeks uh, at the press conference. They opened it to questions. Someone asked how long this was going to go and Dixie said forever. Oh. oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what TNA was. It lasts I, I can say about a lot of things. I don't, I don't really know what TNA was. I don't really thought process here. I'm going to say that a lot during the show. <laughs> That is that is the crux of this episode. I'm not really sure where they were going for here. Uh, from the Observer, February 22nd, 2010, WWE will introduce its first reality show since Tough Enough on February 23rd from Milwaukee. WWE NXT on Sci-Fi as a new way of getting audience familiar with new talent. The show, said to be based on Ultimate Fighter and Tough Enough, will oh introduce eight new wrestlers from Florida Championship Wrestling and use the reality format to try to make them stars. 
these kids crash and burn a lot, said Vince McMahon in an article. By putting them into this environment, we'll find out if they can make it. There's no better way to develop skills than being in front of an audience, and that makes for good television. ECW feels old. It feels tired. Sometimes our brands be freshening up. You have to continue to invent yourself, says Vince McMahon. Dude, they thought that's what the ultimate. They thought the ultimate, ultimate fighter, fighter and, and tough enough. The thing that in, is inspired ultimate fighter that they made. They compared to NXT, which is the could the, it be the further? Games, right? They did the. They did yeah. Drink the soda. Yeah, what <laughs> sell the magazines? Sell the magazine. Dude, punch the, the fuck. Punch the thing. Run with Garrett the keg. keg. Run with the keg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keg. What were they thinking? So, they weren't. They were smoking. Vince McMahon was smoking fucking dog shit. I mean, had Daniel Bryan fucking push the keg or whatever. Yeah, tur- twirl around on a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, well, ECW was old and tired, yeah, so we need to do. Fired. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? I I, I didn't realize that they that was the vision for this because it's not what the fuck happened. No way, not at all. That whole man. That whole era stuff. 2010's like, a bad year, shit. yeah. Yeah, that Come on, bro. Trash. Michael Tarver. That shit was you know. garbage, bro. Hey, <laughs> CM Punk, man. If I'm, Look, CM Punk changed the game. You're right. CM Punk You're changed right. the game. Because this, yeah, this was dog shit, bro. This is... Dude... <laughs> We need we need to watch like that one of those OG NXT episodes because like yeah we do it's got to be I'm worse sure than I remember would, yeah, I'm pretty sure people would love to see that yeah 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 in TNA news the move has been debated but after the success uh, on January 4th it's a move TNA is to try if it fails they can always move back to Thursday when it's clear it didn't work. There are plenty of arguments both ways, but TNA isn't going to challenge WWE ratings anytime soon, if ever. As long as TNA can consistently stay above a 1.2 rating, then the move is in a win. Uh, just so you know, they did not do that. No way. <laughs> they, they, they were getting pelted crazy. Like, I, I think it lasted like six weeks or something, not even before they were getting fucking destroyed. Yeah, it, it, it starts March 8th and it ends May 3rd. Uh, yeah, they were just kidding. And they, during that period, they did not get over a 1.0. Oof. Wow. <laughs> Raw was doing 3.5s. <laughs> so, you know. Um, in other TNA news, the deal with Scott St- This upset me greatly. <laughs> the deal with Scott Steiner not being renewed was essentially, his contract, of course, was essentially the same thing as what happened with Jim Cornette. Or Cornette was let go because Vince Russo wanted to bring in Ed Ferrara. And in doing so, uh, because of a past confrontation and wanted to make things comfortable for Ferrara, uh, they obviously got rid of Jim Cornette. Steiner wasn't signed to a new deal because the company felt bringing in Ric Flair was of more value and Steiner had made so many comments in the past about Flair and that's what caused him. Remember in this business, no matter who you think screwed up so bad in the past is gone and can never hurt you again and you can go public and say what you really think, somehow they will end up in power again. (laughs) So because of Ric Flair, they should have just fucking let them both be in there, bro. I mean, fuck, that would have been insane. That would have been unbelievable. Yeah, that would have. First off, Yes, it would have been. 2010 uh, Scott Steiner and Rick Flair. I mean, dude, 2001 Scott Steiner and Flair was insane. Guy like me. 2010 Scott Steiner is I'm, unbelievable. I'm letting him rip every week yes! live mic. I'm not even telling him. I'm just going to put them both <laughs> out there at the same time and see what happens. Yeah, just go out there and do uh, business, boys. You know what is so shitty about that is that Steiner had a fucking really good run in TNA. They, not only did, they have, yes. did he have a good run but he was yes. pretty fucking loyal to TNA. Sure. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, 
new management. He didn't, bat- or, he didn't bash him. I don't remember any of that, right? I mean, no. he was. Pre- I mean, no, he was. I mean, I'm sure he did at some point. Everybody at some point. Sure, like after, did. but I don't remember during. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but no, he was pretty that. loyal. He put over TNA. He showed up on all the shows. He never fucking like didn't show up to do something they needed him to do. Yeah. Like, Every single time he had a fucking sweet run with Rick at the time at that Bound for Glory. He did the show with Petey. Did. The Petey stuff yeah, put Petey over stuff, big there. Yeah. Main event Mafia was Main super Main event Mafia, dope. bro. Yeah. Super loyal to TNA. And then the fucking new manager comes in and they say, you should die, actually, bro. Yeah. What that the sucks, fuck? man. I mean, yeah. that's just shitty. I mean, like, the whole, the whole the f- year yeah. sucked. <laughs> yes, dude. And not that Flair didn't come in and do some fun shit. But, like, come on, bro. Like, these dudes couldn't have fucking figured this shit out. Ric Flair was really upset about his crooked yellow teeth. Yeah. <laughs> come on, yeah. man. I That's mean, especially after up. the guy's loyal and everything. And, and Rick, for the most part, hated TNA. didn't think anything of it. He and, still talks shit about TNA yeah, to this day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, Which is TNA, TNA had that problem a lot where the guys would come in and they'd shit talk TNA. It's like, damn, yeah. man. Like, they were pulling at least a million on Spike on yeah. National. You know what I mean? They're yeah. on fucking cable. They got, yeah. they got the show. They have, and for whatever it's worth, they had action figures and games, and they were fucking, they were Fuck international, yeah. and you know, they were doing tours of fucking Australian shit, especially, especially before AEW, like that whole stringent year where like TNA was then on Destination America, and then they were on fucking whatever else, you know? Yeah, and it's right. like, damn man, it's like you, <laughs> what, how you take those years for granted? Really? Yeah, I mean, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, what the fuck did Flair do after TNA? He's hung out. Yeah, he pissed everybody off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. That is the Observer Notes for this era. And now it's time to talk about Impact from February 18th, 2010. It is my destiny. Not yet, bro. It is. No way. Everyone's doing, doing it. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, Tony. Nah, yeah. come on, man. Everybody First off, we got thing. a cold open. All right. Fucking we got a cold really? open to Damn start it. the show. All right, fine. Got the cold um, open. Because... You got to see Eric Bischoff like two hundred times this episode. All right. Well, the lim- limo is already there. Not, it didn't arrive. Didn't it was off. just sitting. There. Yeah. It was just there. <laughs> yeah. So the guy with fedora opens the limo door. <laughs> all right, and then he walks away and then leaves the limo. I don't know where he was. Leaves the door open. Yeah, just walked away off screen. <laughs> Eric Bischoff then says he has. He comes out of the limo with the cell phone. Eric, big cell phone by the way, two thousand ten cell phone. Eric, Blackberry. <laughs> Eric Bischoff got a lot of keys on it. Eric Bischoff <laughs> says, uh, TNA is way better than that cesspool you're used to working in, brother. I don't know who he's talking to. I assume it's RVD. That's okay. what I wrote. Or in. Jeff I Hardy. I assume dude. it's RVD. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe he's talking about Hulk Hogan, because Hulk Hogan would love to work in TNA, brother. <laughs> but I'm not there tonight, someday. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, you know, if anyone can get him signed, it's you. Uh, tell him TNA is heaven compared to that cesspool he's used to working in. Uh, and if he can't make it back, don't worry about it. it must not have been somebody important. <laughs> I'm assuming did... he's talking to Hulk Hogan and trying Hogan. to keep Hogan away from the show so he can do whatever oh, he wants, so he can do the abyss I shit see. that he's he's got his master plan. I Brother, think he's oh, I talking see. to Jimmy Wang Yang, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to the director of operations, Ed Ferrara. <laughs> the Jimmy Wang Yang bus is about to pull up, right? He's about to pull up, dude. It's in the back. Oh my god! With X three oh popping out of the window again. X three is now driving. <laughs> That's awesome. He's, he's he's taking it over. Uh, what does Bischoff say when he hangs the phone up? Let the games begin. Why is he <laughs> narrating his own life? Does he know the camera's there? <laughs> yes, he looks. No, the, he doesn't look at the camera. No, but he uh, he de- they have this weird like because they do the peekaboo camera, so they he 
he's aware this of cameras. This can't be peekaboo camera. This is not peekaboo camera, but <laughs> yeah, in this, they're standing in the middle of a lot. This universe, <laughs> there are cameras, and they are aware that there are cameras. So maybe he does know there's a camera. He's there. like a Batman villain. <laughs> Let the games begin. Oh, I just rub his, yeah, rub his hands like, together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He, he, I don't know why he said let the games begin. Is that supposed to be like foreshadowing? He should have said like triple H. No, oh said, my god! <laughs> he should have said one of a kind. I love the. Yeah. <laughs> he should have said creature. <laughs> let the charismatic enigma. <laughs> time to play the game. It's time to so get loudy and rowdy. <laughs> I hear voices in my head. <laughs> they talk to me. They talk to me. It's time to fix your crooked yellow teeth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Scott no Snyder. No way. Sorry, no. <laughs> so, anyway, it is my destiny. By the way, hold on, hold on. Ces cesspool. What cesspool is he talking about? I had no idea what he's talking about. Talking about WWE. He was talking about uh, ROH. Yeah. <laughs> New Japan. They just gave Tyler. Oh, I, I, ECW. You better not be. About Jesus. ECW. I know you're not talking about CCW. <laughs> Bishop hangs up the phone. It was a good idea in theory. <laughs> There's a guy hanging off the fucking wall in the background. <laughs> It was, oh, but this is also there. Tyler Black just won the ROH world title, by the way. Oh, wow. uh, Jim Cornette is phone calling him right now. Do not <laughs> sign to TNA. Do not sign to Don't TNA. You fucking that's dare Jim Cornette go to on TNA. the phone. <laughs> yeah, you say that. <laughs> You're right. That's awesome. Anyway, it is my destiny. No, no, no. no. Open number two. Fuck? There's no. so much happening in TNA Damn right it. now. Okay, You're right. So this is a long, long recap. Yeah, they, I'm, I, there's so much happening right now. Because there's worse. no wrestling, there's only storylines. There's no wrestling. Yes. We're done with that. You want to know so, why they did? They did this every week where they recap like everything that happened in the company because they knew that people that were watching never watched the previous episodes of TNA and they're just tuning in for the first time. Yeah, you're right. Well, the first thing they recap here, Tony, is not reference the rest of the show. The guys aren't on the show, <laughs> and I don't know why they even show it. And I also don't know why they even did it. I know James was excited about it, though. Oh, wow. my. <laughs> of course, them recapping Jimmy Hart helping the Nasty Boys beat the Dudleys. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember, remember the Nasty? You got to remember this angle. The Nasty I Boys. the angle. We watched it. They beat up the, the locker room or whatever. You got, you got, up the locker room. You got to remember the angle here. <laughs> they, they did the angle, and they paid it off. The Nasty Boys got the win. I mean, yeah, yeah. Nasty Boys beat them, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. That's the angle. Yeah, you got to remember. Angle here, fellas. The nasty boys shut it in DNA when the Dudleys had to go to Tokyo to do the Tokyo Dome match. Oh, and of course, right. they shit on them. When you gotta remember, Fetty the Tank. Yeah, fuck you guys, yeah. You gotta remember that DNA had an open relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling, <laughs> a good working relationship. So they had them go to Japan. The nasty boys came and said, Oh, they're in fucking Japan. They're not here in TNA. TNA is number one. So they fucking destroyed the locker room. Oh, Dolly Boys lost the titles. They came back and then they lost to the Nasty Boys. Worst, and then that was that's it. Gotta be like that the, the, the worst run in their whole career is that whole. Do the Dudleys face them again? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. the Nasty Boys stay that long. I think that's I it for the Nasty Boys, honestly. They no just wanted way. to go over the Dudleys. <laughs> well, I think I can make that happen, dude. <laughs> I think they literally have that match, and then they never do anything else, if I could remember. Okay, here we go. Against all odds, they beat Team 3D. 
On February 25th edition of Impact, Team 3D beat the Nasty Boys in a tables match when Jesse Neal helps them win. Then the ink, Nasty ink. Boys... Just Jesse Neal. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes. Nasty Boys and Jimmy Hart continued their feud with Team 3D, uh, where they beat them on another episode of Impact, and they also beat Spike Dudley, who served as a replacement for Jesse Neal, who the Nasty Boys attacked prior to the match. After the match, Jesse Neal attacked the Nasty Boys and helped, throw, helped Team 3D throw Sag through a table. And then March 29th, the Nasty Boys were released by TNA following an incident at a TNA function where Spike executives were present. What? What did they do? Oh, wait, I don't know that story. I gotta look at this up. I gotta, yeah, Fuck! Gotta... I'm sure one of them showed their bare asshole. <laughs> You're nasty. <laughs> nasty. I am. I'm nasty. <laughs> look at this nasty hole. Easy pity city and my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Spike executives are probably like, what the, what the hell? <laughs> Holy fuck! What the hell, is Desmond gotta, Wolf? <laughs> it, all I can see from Meltzer is that the it was, knobs did something and ruffled some feathers. Uh, we just said what he did. <laughs> he got nasty. He got nasty on him. <laughs> the Spike executives <laughs> just can't <kidding>, handle how nasty <laughs> we are. We need to take a shower for four weeks. <laughs> So he smells like shit in here. It does because we're nasty. Ass. I haven't wiped my ass since last year. <laughs> I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. I know. No, I don't. I know. No, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Back to the back to the nasty boys thing. Uh, I, just I want can't to point. keep talking about the nasty hold boys. Hold on. The, they, the Brian Knobs was involved in an incident as reported by the webmaster of the Honky Tonk Man's website. No, no, no! Dude, this is a parade of licking balls I remember that the I can't handle. Dude, I remember the honkytonkman.com or whatever it was it used to be like a dirt sheet website where he dude, would be like, should have went out of business at this point. Anyways, oh, let's fuck. keep talking. Yeah, so wait, on. did they say what happened? No, same thing. Backstage, okay. it was Brian Knobs. So yeah, somebody okay. he showed his asshole. Somebody figure <laughs> out if somebody's asshole was exposed for the spiky executives because that's what we think it is. Bischoff is the special referee between Styles and Joe for the TNA title. Because he wants to make sure Flair doesn't get involved. Okay, so I just want you guys to realize they did Styles versus Joe for the TNA title. And then the story this week is that Joe is a fucking bitch and he sucks. Joe sucks. <laughs> and Eric Bischoff is disappointed with his performance. Like, okay. So Bischoff is a special referee between Styles and Joe. Bischoff gets yes. distracted by Ric Flair and then punches Ric Flair when Joe had Styles beat. So yes. to follow up on Joe's uh, to follow up on Joe having the world champion beat, Eric Bischoff said this week, "You fucking suck, you idiot." <laughs> Which, well, of course, Bischoff had to count to three. By the way, James, because Hogan told Bischoff, "No shenanigans, no Gaga, brother." So Bischoff no had God, to count no, no Gaga, brother. <laughs> no Not here, TNA, dude. You keep your goo goo to yourself, Eric Bischoff. <laughs> I think he actually said Goo Goo Gaga before. You keep your no Goo Goo Gaga. Gaga. And he probably yeah. did the hands thing. Hogan was a big hands guy in the promos. He pantomimes a lot. Yeah. There's no Goo Goo and no Gaga here tonight, dude. <laughs> Hogan does a lot of like uh, massaging his mustache. He does that. That's like his go-to yes. thing. It's like he's very intrigued where he'll like massage the mustache. The like, thinker. Oh, the boy thinks he's the thinker. <laughs> yeah, no, he can't be the thinker. <laughs> here's the thinker and Hogan's going to give you the stinker too while he's at it, bro. No, that's me. I'm nasty. <laughs> <laughs> James, you don't know what pity city's coming, but I'll let you know when it happens. Yeah, watch out, 2023. Watch out for my asshole. Ah. 
<laughs> that shitty city. <laughs> Brother. Dan Riker's going to shitty city. <laughs> uh, so Bischoff punches Ric Flair. Joe at Sal's beat. No Styles Gaga. ends up beating no Joe, Gaga, of course. Bro. If they're going to no do Zaza. this, they have to make sure <laughs> that Joe is down for the 17 count here. Yes, of course. Um, Styles has a Styles Clash. Bischoff, as he's Bischoff is going down, that was so funny, man. He gets like a memory. Oh, it's in like his a head. flashback. Yeah. <laughs> like Bischoff goes down for the count as a flashback. Is how he gets it. I feel like a pig, brother. <laughs> he's like, damn, right, I got to get the fuck out of here. Counts of three. And that's, we're good to go. Um, so now Dixie Carter announces TNA is moving to Monday nights. Yes, 9 p.m. as well, by the way, directly. So they had the option to go 8 to 10, and they said no. They want they wanted to go wow. against Raw. Yeah, of course. So, um, Great move. Great idea. Yeah. Boys with a time machine, go back and tell them don't do this. <laughs> Dude, this... Was this also? This wasn't also the meeting where they said get in line or get out of the way. No, if that's, you don't like. I think that was that's right after. before Hogan came or in, or before right? maybe. Yeah, okay. that, was oh, right. yeah, that was Dixie. Dixie preparing people for Hogan coming in by dressing down the locker room. Was it low key that walked out? <laughs> yeah, it was low key. Yeah, low key walked out. Yeah, he wanted to be uh, released anyway. Though. Well, then he, he went like to WWE him. and was Caval. So yeah, and that did great for him. Yeah, he was he was uh, pushing barrels like, in NXT or something. <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna say licking balls? <laughs> I heard it like coming out of your mouth. <laughs> you know me so well, James. All right. <laughs> so this episode, of course, Johnny Tina is a was... big ball licker, by the way. Maybe no, the biggest. No. no. <laughs> Some would say. <laughs> Some would say one of the biggest ball lickers. <laughs> Hockeytalkman.com is reporting. Yeah, he's reporting he might be the casual GTX ball licker is what a lot of people are saying. <laughs> the Hockeytalkman.com is so reporting this, yes. That's true. Oh, but uh, did you, uh, what did you think of Hogan's uh, announcement of moving to Monday night outfit? <laughs> what was it, the, the affliction shirt? It was a goatee, purple bandana, and purple bedazzled lion <laughs> <That's> shirt. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, Tony did there rocking these shirts crazy style, bro. Lo- Dude, it was Jerry Lawler and Hogan were Jerry Lawler still these yeah, you're right. They all sale bought Lion Bedazzled shirts. <laughs> but yes, Lord, Lord of the Ring is. DNA made a whole line of these shirts because AJ Styles they and did. Hulk Hogan could not stop wearing them. You're right. I love this shit, dude. <laughs> so, Lord of the Ring is the name of this episode. Um, it is my destiny. Hey, dude, for whatever it's worth, this intro is awesome. It, yeah, is. it is. It's great. The whole production of this show is very good. It looks fucking cool, too. Like, the set is dope. The lighting is fucking cool. Uh, like, the the crowd, like, it, it, the crowd even looks cool, like, not super dark, like, which I it doesn't happen often. I feel like crowd, the darker the crowd sometimes is better. Uh, but, like, the fucking, yeah, everything is awesome. Well, here comes the Pope. Dude, I was like, come on, Taz. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> dude, all right. Well, look, <laughs> I, I love Taz. In AEW, I think he is amazing. I love Taz outside of AEW. I loved, I loved pretty much Taz the entire time that Taz existed, except for TNA, <laughs> because God damn it, bro, dude! Most of the commentary he does is like he doesn't want to be there type shit. No, yeah, it's fucking. Yeah. I think he'll even admit that he didn't like that, and which is a fair assessment. What did he say? We take a jacket. It's freaking hot in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did oh. say that. 
Yeah, he did say yeah, that. He took the A's and A's jacket. That's all. We gotta watch that episode. That was like their time. that was their hottest angle ever. That shit was funny as hell. He comes in, just, he like spins around. Is it just me? Is it freaking hot in here? <laughs> oh, that was uh, great. But that we are so far away from that here. So, well, yeah. So yeah, Pope comes out. Tess says, "Well, here comes the Pope." Uh, eight card stud tournament champion. D'Angelo he won a big ass champion belt tournament. Yeah. The- <laughs> Yeah, he did win that. He also uh, stole Okada's whole shit That's here. That's what or I was, was just going to say. He stole his whole flow bar for bar. Or Sadly, wait, Tony, or the did he? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe not, brother. Well, who's, yeah, Okada who's telling this story? The, Okada just steals this whole Can thing you tell here. tell that? Yeah, just tell me. Maybe they don't know that. That's right, right? I mean, yeah, Okada the, got the, the whole Rainmaker like, thing from Pope. Yeah, he saw Okada. He saw Pope's entrance, liked it, and just stole it. Which is awesome. That's yeah, they, Well, they dropped the money from the rafters here, but the... The dude dropping the money here, there's like some huge ass wad of money that like <laughs> awesome. he just like threw down, just dumps on his head. Yeah, yeah. What the hell is out. that? Yeah, they're dumping the money. Just eating. Yeah, probably because they're not gonna use them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for whatever it's worth, here TNA looked like the real deal. The way that they shot this show is really good. They had a lot of super tight shots. Um, the way that they came like underneath the wrestlers and made them look bigger than they were. Yeah, it's yeah, like, that was they did that a lot too. That's yeah, that, that Bischoff cool. Harvey Entertainment Group or whatever. By the way, whatever version of this they uploaded to Impact Plus is the nicest looking quality ever. Yeah, they recently <laughs> they recently yeah. put like all this HD best quality footage. Looks of great. 2010, yeah, it definitely didn't look like this on TNA. No like, way. On TV. <laughs> no, no way. way. No way. But it looks awesome now. It yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. TNA put so many plants in the crowd, dude. This is insane. I guess like it's not Hold a ticketed, it's not a ticketed <laughs> event, so like who cares really? You're but, telling me, holy shit, <laughs> that the Bubba Army was not in full effect at this show, dude. dude remember the Bubba Army's <laughs> the always nasty boys shirts remember in the tens in the front row. The first <laughs> uh, Monday, real. the first Monday night where Hogan shows up, the the. Entire crowd had yellow Hulkamania shirts on. (laughs) You're right, yeah. Dude, all those people were Nasty Boys fans. You just need to get a fucking glue. Dude, this crowd is so... Like, even like four (laughs) months ago, this is like a completely different crowd. Yeah, you're right. Which is so sad. It's a completely different show. A show that was doing well and was gaining a lot of traction, too. Or maybe it wasn't, brother. Yeah, I have an idea, dude, where I fucking (laughs) nosedived this show, brother. It had nothing to do with me, though, dude. I wasn't even there for most of the show. Dude... Definitely. I didn't show up till the end, brother. <laughs> Bill and Doug definitely checked out, right? They're not watching this anymore. Oh, Bill, they're gone. No way. Bill and no, Bill and Doug reviewed really? like opener season like Hogan shit. Yeah, I remember uh, okay. them doing opener okay. season Hogan shit. I guess they had to see what was going on, they're, but they're probably not. Like, I imagine they were probably like, yeah, fuck WWE against the Monday Night shit. Yeah, right? because Dick, I mean, like 2009, Dixie was giving them tickets Dick. to go to show. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, you're also right. It's the Nature Boy Dick Flair. Dude, oh, did I no. say? Did I say Dick? Oh my, dude, this is <laughs> Dick like, Flair. I like that. We'll call him dude, Dick Flair. Arthur, that is, that, Arthur, uh, they, I have no class, Ar- Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and the nature boy, Dick Flair. Did I? Just, did the Pope just say Dick Flair? Did the hey, Pope okay. say Dick Flair? It's, that's hey, it's okay. okay. Because Rick, because Rick, Rick is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so he deserves. Uh, he deserves it. I wrote, shut up, Pope. You fucking Dude, uh, that was immediately when everyone lost faith in this push. <laughs> Dude, the Pope was like, like, you can tell that the old heads are in TNA now. Because, like, they got Pope out here rhyming like superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. His promo is going fucking nowhere. 
He's just trying. Like, this is like a Hogan promo, but just like. They definitely do not understand the Pope character at all. Like, what he was trying to do. They said, go out there and be Ric Flair for a little bit. If you could, and go, and he says, "Yeah, I got that style profiling, limousine ride, Jeff fly, yada yada." But I'm the charismatic, pimptacular, hand clapping, foot tapping, pimp slapping, big dick. blinging attire, dick always on fire. Dick, oh, you, dick. you, you, you I said Dick Flair. Did I say Flair. Dick Flair? Did I just say Dick Flair? Ha ha! Ha ha! He deserves it. This sucks. I just all cast this. Just get to the point, man. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Yeah, I that the Dick Flair line like. I, I was I, legit, I almost like said, I almost sent Tony a mean message. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wait. I said just wait this show. Just wait. I, I trusted I you. I trusted but yes, you. When he he said Dick Flair, I'm like, okay, you can just go with that. No, that's okay because Rick is a dick. He's a dick. Because you get it. He didn't like. Dick. Yeah, he didn't let it like just flow or anything. He had to make sure you heard it. Well, because the first time he, they didn't pop or anything when he said it. So you had to go back. Hey, you hear, hey, you hear that a lot? You Dick guys have Flair. to. You guys have to pop because, like, the whole promo in a minute. The whole crux of this crux promo. is on yeah. Dick Flair. Please pop. Well, uh, Rick Flair is here. Yes, he is with the ladies and AJ Styles with glasses and suit and hair <laughs> and big and bling lips. earrings. <laughs> <laughs> We have to like just take a second and just talk about AJ Styles here. So they put AJ Styles with Ric Flair. AJ Styles is the goddamn TNA world champion. Hogan came in and said multiple time. He's he's a grand slam champion at this point. He is day one. He is the guy. He just beat fucking Kurt Angle and Sting and fucking Matt Morgan or something. Been in the company eight years at this point. (laughs) Sting just put him over big style uh, last year before Hogan came in. Yes, that might have been his first TNA world title because I don't think he had the I think he had the NWA joint before that might have been that, might, did, yeah. that might be right and Sting, yeah. Sting put him over for it and like that was a very big moment because the fans rushed the ring and like yeah. they were freaking out and it was a big moment I don't really get it brother so Hogan comes in and immediately goes who the hell is this dude? <laughs> you, need, yeah. you could be good someday, brother. Let me put you with the nature boy. Maybe you can get some of his charisma, brother. That is I, insane. So, I think he literally said, was. they literally said AJ's the future of this business when he held every title. <laughs> he is. He is deep. <laughs> Triple crown champ, first like Grand Slam champion in the company ever. Uh, he's the future of this business, brother. He's the future of the business and... He's the world champion. It's like they didn't watch any of the fucking show before they came in and then looked and we'll, and we'll talk about it a little more, but they had like all the pieces were here. They just yeah had no idea what it, they were playing. It actually like, gets worse throughout the night. I feel like that was like Hogan's whole thing when he came in. He's like, whatever you remember before, that doesn't matter. We're starting off fresh here. It's like kind of the idea. And it, yeah. Why right. would we want to, why would we want to remember the play plan ring? Just brother? For, yeah. Just forget everything that you remember. And now we're Dude, starting the all stacker over. stacker fucking two TNA ring was hot as hell, bro. That it shit was, was awesome. clean. That was crazy. But AJ is out here. He is now with Ric Flair, who they think is going to take, I don't I really, they were going to take the world heavyweight champion to the next level. Yes. <laughs> <But, laughs> <laughs> He's got to become a legend. Dude, dude, but by the way, AJ Styles, if you were going to pick a guy that was like the least like Ric Flair, AJ would probably be him, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah. But I mean, AJ's like super nice country boy fucking, you know, he's like a family man. Like, he's got family man. You can count on AJ to try to make anything work, though. No, yeah, yeah, he he will. He was the most TNA down for TNA as dude. Do whatever. Yeah. He literally, like, Hogan came in. He said, You're doing this. He said, I'll do whatever you want to be. Yeah, it's fine, brother. He, yeah, for fine. whatever it's worth, I think you know AJ did that shoot when he left TNA the first time. He's like, you know, yes. I literally, 
you know, whatever they needed me to do, I was there to do it because I was there to do my job. And like, you know, and, awesome. he, and he trusted that they wouldn't like fuck them over, you know. Yeah. You know, well, a little short sighted in that regard. But oh, I, well. I see I see where he was coming from. But yeah, AJ is out here. He's got fucking crazy glasses on. Blinged man. earrings. Blinged earrings, white, super white teeth fucking lip gloss on got the dyed tips <laughs> crazy tips. style yeah, man yeah, haircut yeah. suit fucking powder blue going to office ass shirt tie got the ladies yeah man this guy is insane as a tna fan at the time who lived through this and watched this this shit made me sick on a regular basis i'll be honest yeah well rick flair said i'm gonna be real sweaty and racist tonight <laughs> yeah he was man what the fuck? it's just like we go you know we went from aj styles who like TNA champion now like mm-hmm. this is like getting a lot of steam and then like they put him with flair and at the time man the fucking reaction to this was so negative it was so so yes. bad man and um, we lived it so yeah, we know yeah we were there we were there for yeah. this uh, we sadly were there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so negative bro it was rough man um, it was rough to see this happen and like but AJ is not the only one actually AJ probably <laughs> you know for all considering what they do to other originals here you know, AJ probably isn't as bad, but it's still not fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Flair's out here with a bunch of women. Flair immediately goes up to uh, Pope like he's never, one, seen him in this company before. Doesn't know his name. Two, doesn't. He said, I don't, I'm not even going to ask anybody in the back about this. Um, I don't really know you. Can you read and write? I said, no oh, one, like, no react. Like, everyone's like, uh, all right. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. He says, uh, what's that label say? He opens up his jacket. It says Armani. Uh, and just talk about his clothes. Dude, he, he, says, says, my name is- he says Armani is an Italian designer that makes clothes. Thank you, Ric Flair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> he says, my name is Ric Flair, and it's been and always will be. Okay. <laughs> and you, when you were six years old, were praying to God at night to grow up and be just like me. Isn't that right? I was bling before there was bling. And let me tell you... And the American public, I said, what? <laughs> that I'm almost exhausted. I've been with AJ and his legion of his legion since last <laughs> Sunday. It has been exhausting. I said he's been fucking, fucking AJ and his legion. Right. No, bro, the legion of women cannot stop kissing him on the cheek. AJ's I been getting kissed on the cheek for hours and hours and hours, <laughs> days and weeks, and Ric Flair can't keep up, man. He can't keep up with this. You're right. Well, Flair says uh, AJ is the world heavyweight champion, who makes him the greatest athlete alive. Pope takes the mic and he says, I know what the marquee said, but you may be Rick. But in Pope's eyes, you're still a dick. Stop! Ah! Stop with the dick. Stop! Enough with the dick. <laughs> Me every time we start the show. Enough with the dick. <laughs> you know, Rick Flair's line of when you were six years old, you were hoping and praying to be me. Good line. Crazy. I was yes. like, okay. Hey, I like that. I, liked I was like, I this was, is going to get good. I like I was bling before there was bling. I thought that was cool, too. Yes. That was also, good. It was, it was doing well. And like, uh, we're and, bringing it back. Then, and it was Dick. Dick. <laughs> Dude, your name is Dick Flair. <laughs> hey, did you guys hear that? It's Dick because Rick. You is know, because he's a dick. Rick God is a damn dick. dick Flair. Well, he said, "There's a saying: No matter what type of piece of crap you have and just inherited, you can dress it up, you can put shades on it, but at the end of the day, he's still a piece of crap." And then Flair just goes on a fucking crazy ass rant. He calls him a street thug, hubcap stealing, low rider driving son of a. I thought I was like, "Why are you?" They have not. I just want to make sure everyone understands here. They have not touched on. They have not touched on the Pope doing any of this. By the way, no, his he's a he's the Pope. 
He's the fucking Pope. No, and Flynn no, says, no. you are a thug, and I've invested more st- money in my suit than your mom and dad got in green stamps. I said, green what stamps? What the fuck are you talking? What is, why? Why would you do this? Yeah. Why? Man. And Pope says, hey, dick. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Please, God. Johnny Get me out page. of here. Johnny during Patreon. Stop. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> And Pope implies that he also has been fucking the Legion, uh, which is the ladies, of course. And AJ says, I'm the champ and you're nothing and uh, you're going nowhere. And Pope says, well, Pope is everywhere. Pope is on you right now, like white on rice. And then he punches him. He decks AJ and AJ falls. Uh, Flair goes for the save. Pope bumps AJ. AJ's fighting him again. And then they spend the next five minutes just whooping Pope's ass. Clearly, I <laughs> thought no someone one... was going to make the save, right? And someone's no got to come out. Yeah. <laughs> no one makes the save. There's got to be somebody that Pope. hates AJ that's going to come out and make the save, right? Or at least likes Pope, right? Nobody? Not one of you guys? All right. Well, they, they fucking whoop his ass. Whoop his ass some more. Low blow him. Figure four. Pilmanize him with a chair. Like twice. Uh, yeah, and then that's it. You know what the player <laughs> puts his boot on his head? I thought that was crazy. Yeah. Do you know what would have made sense if, uh, you know, that guy that he just fought at the preview, maybe Samoa Joe came out and, you know, helped make the save? Well, Samoa Joe's a fucking bitch and everyone hates him or something. They could have done yeah. Pope and Joe and versus AJ and Flair or something. I don't know. Nah. Maybe. AJ's got the sports jacket off. He's just got the powder blue button up on. <laughs> Looks like he's about to go sell some cars. <laughs> <laughs> but sadly, there's a man named Samoa Joe that already does that. That's what he does he, now. Yes, he does. He's a bitch. Uh, this was the most WWE-ass opening segment I've ever seen in my fucking it life. It sucked, actually. Yeah. A big ass. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the segment AJ just was like, like three four months ago or when it started I didn't mean to interrupt you but no you're good uh, I was just saying AJ was like they had him super over like crowd was crying in the ring with him as he won yes, the TNA I, title yes. I, I'm pretty sure his wife and kids were there and Probably. then you know a couple months later he's now uh, with the Legion of Ladies having sex with all the ladies he's the second to Ric Flair yeah who is being extremely racist yeah. Super like yeah. for what, man? Like what the fuck? Are you yeah, th- why this, are you doing this? This segment really goes nowhere when they just fade to black as they're just beating down Yeah. Pope. They just Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. There's like like the segment ends like real somber. Like they don't even celebrate. They just stomp them out and it goes, they don't All right, play well, the anyway, music, up, just, up it just ends fade to black and then just commercial. Yeah. It's like what the hell? Well, we're back right. from commercial. Here's a recap of what happened, and we're going to Mondays. We by are the way. going to Monday nights, everybody. <laughs> they just pilmanized Pope. There's no update. He doesn't get like carted out. There's no ambulance, no doctors. He's gone and he's gone for the rest of the night, too. Well, dude, wow. the worst part is at this time, like this twenty ten era is like Okay, you tune into WWE, that shit fucking sucks. You yeah. tune into ROH, they're not doing so hot. <laughs> no, R- ROH is like, yeah, they, ROH has steam, but they're not yeah, like, they're not doing they're not so steaming. hot. They're yeah, not really steaming. It, it takes them a minute. They have like the Steen and Generico stuff, and then like Steen's angle into scum is like, yeah, good for them, but there's a lot of like shit stuff, and like the Michael Elgin stuff was Was the Tyler and- Black Ares Iron Man match before? Was Tyler the champ going into that or Ares? I'm pretty sure it was a 2010 match, though, right? Yeah. It was. That match was rough. Yeah. I don't remember if Ares was the champ still. I don't it think. might have been Tyler. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't remember. But God damn. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you know right. What's crazy? Mean, you know, yeah. really looking back on it, there was actually, you know, I think there was a lot of heat on Tyler Black because he was set up to be like the next, he was set up to be like the next punk. Yeah, guy. Yeah. And like it didn't yeah. really turn out like that. No, no. And, and he's uh, gone, you know. Yeah, he's gone pretty <laughs> soon. So, yeah. TNA, WWE, ROH are all. 
I mean, I'm indeed out crazy at that time too. So I guess maybe that's why sure. I didn't fucking care because I was, you know, big Chikar head. You know, CZW was still existed. I had deathmatch shit and all. I was able to fucking yeah. Find some, definitely in some that. definitely some downtime around this time for sure. PWG was hot though. They so. probably got red hot around the same time that like TNA started coming back up. So like. Yeah, I could see that. Two thousand so two thousand nine PWG is when I fucking first tapped down, and they were like that was like Hero and Human Tornado fucking going crazy. Yeah, see that's uh, I, now I agree that it was a good era, but that wasn't like I don't think that was it wasn't super the hottest. Hot no, no, no. Twenty ten is start like I think twenty ten is when Tozawa and Hero happens. I don't think like I don't think they a even crazy I, big I think they get like nuclear like end of twenty eleven, early twenty twelve. Sure, like, I think yeah, that's I see probably that. yeah, yeah. probably time like around. But the, I was there, brother. Yeah, it's just around that time. It was, a, it was really good for them. You, you um, know what? Now that I think about it, 2010, I was like, what was I doing in 2010? I was playing Modern Warfare 2, man. That game came out in 2009. <laughs> and like, Dude, we were rocking video games. Think of a fuck I didn't shit. give a shit about wrestling. I was like, Xbox 360 was like my life for yeah. 2010, 2011. Dude, the Xbox right. 360 was like the best, man. Yeah. Three, so, okay, so I consider like three Mendes three, like the event where like PWG was like, at this point, they're like, can't do anything wrong. Type okay. era PWG. What, and when was this? This was July twenty first, twenty twelve. So like, okay. At this point, they see. cannot do anything wrong. So sure. Like, yeah, I was. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, and then they they held that for like four or five years. Like it was it was like a it was a really good run for them. Like at the time, it was like what the fuck, and like you know, like yeah. I guess as a TNA fan, because they like had access to sign any of these guys if they wanted to. Sure, yeah. And it's yeah. like why the fuck aren't you signing any of these guys? And yeah. Especially because the Bucks are on it. It's like you had these guys. Like what's happening right now? Yeah, uh, Generico's yeah. getting tryouts. What are you doing? Yeah, are you doing? that was such a rough time, man. They had like so much. They just passed on so I many know. people for fucking like if it was still the 2019 to push forward, it probably would have signed those guys. But it was just like 100 percent management was yeah. fucking crazy. They were time, not tapped man. in at all to that shit, nah, bro. Man, they no, were they didn't care either. And those guys would have fucking signed a TNA too. I remember the young bucks were Dude. like, we wanted to sign a TNA so fucking bad. And like, we do anything. We fucking cut our hair. We changed our fucking clothes. Yeah. Dude, we they, changed they, our names. They got, they got their contracts like on Christmas and cried. Yeah. They're because like, they got, this is the this best, is the best day of our ever. lives. Yeah. yeah. And like we're fucking just, signed wrestlers. Yeah. They then they made them slapped ass hardies and fucking Bleh. wanted to break them up. Ah, they're so ah man. Men with a time machine, we're going back, boys. We can change this. <laughs> we, we can save TNA. We can, we can change this shit, man. Yeah, God you're damn right, it, man. We go back a little bit further, like, and we we make like I don't know Shrek or something, and then like we sell <laughs> we the rights. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll buy yeah, yeah. TNA, and then we'll fucking we'll fix it, guys. We can yeah. we can still do this. Let's go back. We, we could get Big Dad Adam Sandler, Big Daddy money. And Dude, we all right, we're going way happen. fucking back. Yeah, that's then. fine. Yeah, Let, yeah, yeah okay. I think that's cool. Uh, we're gonna fucking let's sign Jim Carrey in '99. <laughs> 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 I like that. Let's live through the 90s again. Yeah, I like that. This is right, real right, shit. Right. Be with the time sheet. We're going back. Anybody wants to hop in, bro, get in because we're going. Yeah, get in or get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we go into the first match of the evening, which is Daphne versus Tara. With the tarantula. Broken, um, broken, broken, broken. I'm Got the spider and I'm leaving the <laughs> <laughs> that was a true boys moment right there. 
boys, if we had a time machine, I'd go back and relive that moment over yes, again. Yes, sir. I would go write that song. Yes, sir. That Broken. song's hot. Broken. So when they when they it's didn't hot, have anything bro. to write about for your fucking little you know under thing, they would just write your finisher. Yeah, yeah. So Daphne, of course, her finisher was the lobotomy, but they didn't like that. She doesn't hit it in the match. They never tell you what it is. <laughs> it's the lobotomy. It's the lobotomy. So Daphne's. Daphne was the zombie hot Daphne at this point. She is awesome. Dude, I love TNA Daphne. She the zombie hot thing was always so weird because like Taz would just be like, she's so sexy. Look at her sexy. Yeah, that was very sexy Daphne. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like I like Scream Queen Daphne. Yeah, that's like, way cooler name. Yeah, way cooler, <laughs> man. Uh, but Daphne was a six shooter though, man. Literally had it all the time like she was so good she had the full she package was awesome. here awesome and she again another one of those that would have just fucking did anything yeah um genuinely took the tax yeah took the tax took the fucking boards That's an all-timer bump tack yeah. from the top to the floor Crazy, oh my man. god yeah um, unreal but she's facing off against tara who has goddamn got the spider and the spider's got name is spider. poison ah <laughs> uh, yes Yes, I'm. A, I'm uh, I will say this: I'm surprised at this point that they're not pumping in crowd audio. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it sounded pretty genuine, because, right? Because TNA before this, before Hogan even was, was pumping, pumping in that time. crowd audio. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah you're right for sure. Yeah. I'm. I was kind of surprised that they didn't hear. Taz says, uh, "Well, Daphne has holy pantyhose. Those are pantyhose, right?" And TNA says, "Oh, I guess." I guess they want to just be fish pants stockings. Holy so guys, shit, man. Guys, guys, where are we going here, what man? What was the deal? Like, yeah, it was a deal, guys. <laughs> they were just horny, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, come on, man. Bro, stuck them in the impact zone for six days. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> you put me in the impact zone for six hours. <laughs> six hours with pantyhose? Six hours with Mike Tanay in the impact zone. <laughs> I'm going to need some fucking help here. <laughs> Dude, that's not real. They are horned up here because there's a almost a wardrobe malfunction in the match too. Oh, my. oh yeah. Well, Tara Tara pops her top. She was wearing a shirt, Tara, but part of her gear is also a shirt. Tara, so she pulls off almost two layers of shirts, and it's just a bra underneath. And today says, "Oh, Jen." Tara <laughs> rips her shirt off to reveal that she has another shirt on. All but right. she almost ripped off. Broken, broken. So when I shirt, gotta take off this fucking shirt. Poison is my spider. Broken, now you know. You got a lyric. Stun lock. That song is so good. Our, <laughs> it dude, is good. I remember rocking out crazy to this, man. Tara, 100%. Tara was like in my top five, top ten at the time, man. She was As, especially in like the era of like uh she was like a worker worker. She was I was gonna say she's a worker here. And yeah. she, I mean these two are having a fun little match. She does her cool sidewinder gimmick, the side slam thing, uh mm -hmm. early on and and then they just fucking Daphne hits her with a toolbox. <laughs> yeah, Daphne just stomachs her with a toolbox. And they and go, oh, Taz damn, cannot... look what she did with a toolbox. Taz can't get off. Oh, all right, well, Taz Taz is also ridiculous in this whole match. He says, yeah, uh, so Daphne's like a hair-marrying Tara, like, you know, snap mm -hmm. her with the fucking hair. And Taz says, oh, I don't, I don't know what that would feel like, and uh, neither would you, Mike. And Mike says, excuse me? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Taz says the ref has more head than hair. And then they brawl the floor. Daphne pulls a toolbox out from under the ring and just fucking hits her in the stomach with it. And then Taz is stun locked on the toolbox. He says, oh, Daphne's just slamming that toolbox on Tara. Yeah, you ever I had did. your toolbox slam, Mike? Yeah, I did. Toolbox. Yeah, you ever fucking slammed your pussy, Mike? Yeah, <laughs> toolbox on a hardened stomach. I like how Taz then, gets angry. He says, Mike? Oh, Mike? Yeah, Mike? Line? <laughs> And they're trying to do like a serious angle here. Like Daphne's whooping Tara's ass, and Dad's going, Dubak, and then Dubak. You had Dubak up in the Dubak. Daphne's yeah. slamming a guardrail on Tara and hitting it with a chair, and Dad's cool. like, oh, I'm fucking awesome. jerking off right now, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, um, Dr. Stevie yeah, is here. Dr. Stevie is here. The doctor is um, in. The doctor will see you now. Yeah, yes, Dr. Stevie's here and stops Daphne and pulls her away because that is, of course, his patient for he is a yes. doctor known as Dr. Stevie. That's a good gimmick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> doesn't really go anywhere and they let him go. So, <laughs> Well, that's Bummer. what they do with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what's crazy? They were so dead set on these fucking stories and these stories and these stories. It's like sometimes you just love wrestle, man. Sometimes, you, you know. He didn't need to be Dr. Stevie. He's not a real doctor. Why would he that be was doctor? His, that was his idea, actually, Dr. Stevie. Well, he, wanted, like, he wanted to be like not stevie richards from any other like he didn't well, want to do maybe RTC he should have or, been ecw stevie richards it would have been way did, better well he him. didn't want to be he wanted to be doctor well he maybe he should have been yeah maybe we go back in a time machine and we <laughs> let him be t4 show stevie where he will <laughs> oh, show, he will show awesome. you a cell phone of the week cool dude he could be he could be professor gadget or whatever the fuck he could be uh <laughs> chippier jones because if you remember dr stevie over here won the mlb uh Pitching contest, a million dollar thing, and they screwed oh him out of it. Gosh, my boy, I forgot about that. Screwed my man's out of the million. Yeah, so they had this like no hitter pitch contest on MLB, and uh, he actually pitched it, but he did it before the game came out or something. So they said that didn't count. It was like he MLB like, 2K like, was. Like, it was, like it was the, before the con. Like the contest didn't start when the game came out, so he did it before, and the contest started after. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't count. He said, yeah, whatever. It didn't really matter. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that. That's why I will never play an MLB game, just because of yeah. that. No, no, no. That was MLB 2K. They don't make those games anymore, because those were shitters. Good. Those games yeah. suck so bad that they did this million-dollar yeah, contest I, to get people I to play. I hate MLB 2K. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. That's why I play with Jipier Jones on the show. Ain't that right, fellas? Absolutely, Royal Raleigh, Raleigh Finger Fingers, and Bobby eating the pussy, who I created as a created superstar. <laughs> Thank you so much. He's for a shortstop. That's 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 awesome. So, uh, Doctor Stevie pulls him out, and Taz is oh. yeah going nuts. Yeah. Uh, backstage segment here: Bischoff is in his office with seamstresses just hanging out. Uh, Mick Foley walks in, and <laughs> I already hate this so much. <laughs> Yeah, he's well. Foley's apologizing. He's stooging a Bischoff, man. Because Bischoff told Foley he wanted him to use the barbed wire bat on Abyss at the pay per view, and Foley didn't do it. How is Mick Foley just a guy on this show? Mick Foley's not only a guy; he's a massive pussy. Yeah, he, everyone the on the show is a bitch and a yeah, pussy. Is that everyone's except a big for pussy. Bischoff? Bischoff is the only guy that's not a pussy. Yeah, yeah Hogan. Hogan, Bischoff, and Ric Flair are the only tough guys on the show. Everyone else is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, Bischoff, you know, Foley's apologizing. Bischoff's like, you ain't got nothing to apologize for. You know, you tried your hardest in that match, and uh, we've had our differences, but I'm a rational guy. And, you know, I, I think, uh, who's this over here? Jacqueline and, and Patrick, this is seamstress. Like, I want to do something for you, Mick. Hulk sees something in you, 
and I do too, and we think you could be an asset to this company. They're talking I almost to put my Mick head through the ground. Foley, dude. Yes. This is tough. Well, he says we're gonna we're gonna get you up to date and current, and we're gonna you know uh, give you a new outfit. It's time to kick it up a notch. We want you looking fine, and we're gonna take you shopping and have a Mick make makeover all on me. ATM Bischoff. You know they call me the ATM Eric. Dude, don't call me that. If, ATM Eric got that. ATM if they Eric. don't let these motherfuckers just <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on this show has to have some sort of connection to a story or fucking Bischoff or Hogan or it has to have something. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, just, just let me well, Foley is an idiot and buys into all this and says, oh, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go on your fucking shopping tree with these two people I don't know. And I'm going to leave the building and they're just like, yeah, take your time, man. If you don't make it by the end of the show, that's that's fine. If you you know, it's, it's cool. Don't worry about it. And but Foley says, uh, OK, um, uh, and poor Abyss, by the way, I, Abyss has been so sad. And Bischoff says, all right, happy shopping, Mick. And they just leave. Well, Mick Bischoff Foley grabs- still ha- said he still has his sports coat from his wedding. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's classic <laughs> dude talk, baby. That's just a guy being a dude right there. <laughs> well, Bischoff says that was uh, out of style 20 years ago when you bought it. Hey, well, wow, fuck wow, you, wow, man. Wow. Fuck you, fucking yeah. bitch. Well, that's uh, like ATM Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Wow. Fucking wow. bitch. What do you say about our wedding? You want a beautiful wife, you fucking yeah, bitch? I'll kill you. I'll drive you through the fucking table. Well, Bischoff then grabs his phone. Not a real phone. Not a real phone. We, he made a real phone call. Well, Tony, oh, well, Tony, he pushed well, Tony, the button to make no noise, no phone, Tony, not a real phone. I, I know it's dial. hard to believe, but 10 years ago, there was a thing called landline phones. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, but he didn't push any buttons. It didn't work. Bro, he had it on a cellular device, and he's he had a landline No, it wasn't phone. a cell. It was a, it was a landline. Was it, it was his a, landline it was, in the it, office? It was a landline phone. But it did not beep. It didn't light up. It didn't make any... It was fake. Well, it he was had fake it on speed dial. It was ATM Air can't get a real phone? Come on, ATM Air. It's a landline. You wouldn't understand. It was an uh, era. Tony never had a landline. By. I had a landline. Yeah. I, my, no I think way. my parents still have a landline, to be honest. That's probably why. true. I love phones that like I have to carry around like a 90s film. Like I love, I love the like you hold it in one hand and then like you have a conversation. And the wires connect to the thing. You, you fucking slam it down on the fucking thing. You get real I never want to talk to you anyways. The phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you miss the fucking thing. You slam it. It fucking falls off the. Connector. And the other guy hears it. Oh, sorry about that, dude. Dude, my favorite way, was the hamburger you. phone. My my sister had a hamburger phone. You ever seen a hamburger, hamburger phone? It? Banana phone, SpongeBob fucking phone. Oh, Top three SpongeBob phone. Oh, there was also, a cane oh, phone. Hey, cane don't phone. Forget, don't forget the cane phone. There was a cane phone. Cane phone. Oh, don't yeah, forget that clear phone. The clear phone where you could see all the shit oh, inside the, the clear phone. Clear, the clear phone was, was awesome. the best. Yeah, top five phones. Clear phone. Clear was phone. Awesome. Dude, yeah. phone. Right. Top, classic phone. draft real quick. <laughs> classic <laughs> 90s phone with the fucking, it's got the uh, slim piece and then the phone's kind of slim, but it's got the twirl wire to the fucking thing. Oh, it's so like a, hold it's it. like clean cut. Yeah, and you're like talking or whatever. Yeah. And that's the one where you fucking, you can hold it in one hand, you slam the Ooh, fucking yeah, thing Yeah, you down. could also stab somebody at that if fucking you wanted Fucking bitch. To. Dude, yeah, I had the home yeah, phone yeah. with the wireless one that had the big ass antenna that you could unwrap. It was like oh, you uh, pulled out the antenna. Metal, yeah, the big metal one. It was like oh, it was like huge and shit. That goes yeah. hard. The top five. That was cool. That should go in the top five. I agree. Yeah. Well, anyway, Bischoff was on the landline. He says, "Yeah, get Abyss in my office. I want to see him now." So, also a bitch, Abyss. Uh, everybody's the- bitch. Abyss was in the back hallway singing, "I'm the biggest bitch. I'm the biggest <laughs> bitch." <laughs> He's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. Yeah, he, <laughs> the answer was a bitch the, the whole time. If there was a bitch, it's a big bad bitch. It's a bitch. Kane is watching this thinking, wow, thank God that wasn't me. Yeah, this <laughs> is rough, man. Dude, um, okay, but, why don't we get more Mick makeover, by the way? I want to see like the 
you know, him getting a suit nah. and everything. Can we film that? Nah. I, I thought we that. were going to get, I, Tony, I thought we were going to get this too. Vinny we don't get any make, None of that. Guy, like, guy like me doesn't want to see that. So, well, you know what? <laughs> if they're going to do, do storylines down to the T, they need to commit to every angle they do here. So I'm kind of disappointed in AT Eric. Well, yeah. Kevin Nash has arrived. Or has He's, he? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Nash arrives and you don't see him for the rest of the night. You can't until see the him. Very He's end. all black. He's in darkness. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, here. what the? F- He's got that jacket on though. This is such He's an got obvious, that shit on though. <laughs> you see, this is such an obvious pre-tape because you can, like Mike today's like. I think Kevin Nash has just arrived to fucking crazy. It was like a SmackDown 2 career mode <laughs> yeah, thing. Oh, Kevin Nash just arrived in the building. Yeah, this was bad. But anyways, you want to talk about bad. We had Orlando Holy Jordan sh- versus Smoa Joe. Orlando Jordan with male and female associate. What is of this? Course, what, because what's going on here? Taz is real well, confused. His, yeah, Taz, well, Taz, you know, he's, you know, he's one of the... He's, he's going to nightclubs. I said... What the fuck? <laughs> he, he's bi, guys. He's just bi. He's just I know. bi. Why is this a hard concept to understand? Why, why don't you understand? He's just bi. It's <laughs> <Okay>. no <laughs> <a> big deal. <laughs> fuck it up. Even 2010, it wasn't a big fucking deal. No, I don't see why shit, Taz doesn't get this. What's he going to nightclubs? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that was his thing. This is a guy that goes to nightclubs <laughs> and he does his own thing. What? <laughs> okay, I guess so. <laughs> so they hit Joe's music oh and uh, Joe does not come out. Taz says, oh, I tried to get a word earlier with Joe, but Joe does not come out. He works out. on yeah. cars. Yeah, that's what he does now. <laughs> <laughs> he is what he does. That's real Broken. shit. Broken. Tara Mashup. I'm like on fucking, yo, what's that dude's name? Raven Charm or something? Raven? Raven Sirem? Is that yeah, it? That, okay. awesome. yeah, that yeah, guy, yeah. I remember watching his shit all the time, bro. That's yeah, yeah. Yo, he's Dude. still he's he he's an L boy. I don't know if he listens to the pod or not. I can say, hey, we need something real quick. Yeah, broken. <laughs> yeah, oh, he still like, did mash- his last one was five he's months still ago. Mashups. Five yeah, months yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, there's a couple so, of guys that they used to watch all the time. Eric Minnesota, I would watch. Oh shit, Eric Minnesota uh, was the goat, man. Eric Minnesota, Raven Sihar. Raven uh, had that call, call, call <laughs> intro, didn't he? <laughs> Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it was like DX mashups, two one. Oh, yeah, there was. Shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, all those guys were fucking money. I think Eric Minnesota became a worker, by the way. He oh, is, that's, yeah, really? That's cool. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, Good yeah. For him. So, yeah, Joe does not come out. I was like, oh, fuck. Joe got jumped in the back by somebody. That sucks. No. Joe has been getting dressed down by Eric Bischoff this whole time. I'm going to start just doing getting- this. <laughs> Show me something. (laughs) Bischoff says, where's the Samoan pride I heard about? You didn't get the job done with AJ. What's up with you? Bischoff, you were the ref. Yeah, you counted it. Fucked him over. (laughs) You watched this happen. He said, what's up with you? Out there, that's your next shot. Show me what you got. I dare you to impress me. Samoan Joe. Samoa Joe was undefeated for like two years. In he was undefeated in, in this company, and he came off a two-year undefeated run in ROH. Yes, yes. And he, champ, uh, fuck he off. He jumped through right. the stairs to beat Sting. I don't even know if he beat Sting in that match. I don't think he does. No. Dude. <laughs> but still, it's hard. Unreal. They did, well, not Joe's protect, a bitch. they did not protect these guys at all. Like, He's I a bitch. I, I, you know, especially at this point, especially coming off a world title match for Joe, Especially coming off of like 2009 for Joe, which is a pretty good year for Joe, honestly. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, and I can never even fathom in my brain that like that these guys could f- 
fall, I guess. In my head, like, these like, are, like... be lesser than. Yeah, right. Like, like you don't even... Like, it's impossible to kill these guys, so you don't really even need to protect them because they're so... Right. They're so just protected, period, Beloved. just by being yeah. here. Yes. That changes yes. so fucking fast. Yeah. These guys don't mean shit. Yeah, they're literally just nobody. And it doesn't mean it doesn't even stop here because it's abyss too. Really, <laughs> all, all, yeah. All those guys that were like super over, man, they just got bitched out, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, Fuck. Joe's hitting all the classics on Orlando here. He's chopping him, doing all the bullshit. Orlando Jordan hits the OJ knee drop, which is him t- doing a big O, and then he does a big J. You know, with his hands. This guy he does a knee drop. Dude he gets does, a two count. He does nothing for me, bro. He goes to nightclubs. I hear you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I mean, I'm pretty sure Orlando got brought in, by the way, because he was also on the Hogan Australia tour. He was. He was a Hogan guy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> well, Joe hits a series of clotheslines. Holy uh, Orlando fuck. almost dies. Dude, they called this match, and I, I think Joe was so checked out. He's like, yeah, fucking three line back body drop. <laughs> And then they, kills they Orlando. still fucked that or up. Orlando was, yeah, Orlando like fucking gets knocked out or something. Three, I don't know, he dies in the Three line back body drops Samoa Joe <laughs> in 2010? <laughs> well, Joe also, uh, he puts him in the corner for the muscle buster. And you know, when Joe puts you up there, you know, it's, it's time to go. Yeah. But sure. Joe instead decides to invent a punch combination <laughs> he throws a bunch of lefts and rights over and over again mongolian chops regular chops he whiffs big style on a punch orlando jordan hits him with a tornado lung blower and pins samojo i wouldn't i i literally wrote down i think i would throw up i was like feeling sick to my stomach i could i i swear halfway through the match i told deb i said Joe's fucking losing this match. I don't know why I knew that. I guess maybe the Bischoff thing. I was like, they're just gonna. He's on a losing streak, and he's a ball licker now. Dude, and this is it. There's oh. nothing. Look, there's nothing even wrong with it. Like, if they want to do a losing streak with Joe, that's fine. Whatever. Totally fine. But dude, you don't who you lose it. to. Yeah, who you is lose the point. to matters the most. Yes. You can do a losing streak every day of the week with anybody. But yes. they have to lose to people that are credible. Quality. They have yes. to lose to credible people. Yes. No one bought this. It made Jordan look like a dumbass. It made Samoa Joe look really stupid. Because no one believes Orlando Jordan's going to get a fucking title shot for anything. No fucking way, man. Yeah, this made everyone look like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, man. Joe, Joe, by the way, kicks out at 3.1, which made this look even worse. Yeah. It made, I think like the idea was like it'll help protect Joe. Incorrect. It made him. It made yeah. it look no, yeah. Oh, by the way, Orlando Jordan is gone from TV after this until the end of March. He wasn't okay. even there for the debut. No, like he wasn't even. He back. Had, it says Jordan disappeared from television before resurfacing on March 29th edition of Impact, debuting a new look and starting the bisexual no. angle he had proposed no. to WWE creative before his release. From That's the not. Is that the? Is that the yellow the tape? The gum and the tape. Oh my no! Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. So he, Joe loses this guy. He goes away, and then he starts then, fucking coming, coming on himself, dude. That's an all-time fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. Just fucking, dude. Well, I, I, I thought it was gonna be brother. <laughs> he did, he did a, that to me in Australia. The Australian brother was different down there, dude. The fans were actually not marks in Australia. Yeah, brother. the smart marks won't appreciate. <laughs> 
what story we're telling here. Don't forget to come. This Orlando Jordan guy, dude, he's going to come on himself for weeks, brother. Bubba, you would understand this as a love sponge. No no marks on this episode, brother. There's only come. And the come is on Orlando Jordan, brother. It's, It's good. Or maybe it's not, dude. I guess we'll really see. It wasn't my idea in the end, actually. It was WWE's idea, brother. Oh. We, we, WWE pitched that one, and it just didn't work out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Bubba, is it possible to get Hunter on the line again, dude? <laughs> Time to play the game, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Dude, the Orlando Jordan. Dude, fucking... he's there till 2011. God damn. Dude. This is. Fuck this. Yeah, I, I like, I could, I've, I lived through this. We watched this. And I had to live through it again. <laughs> Sorry. Holy Tony shit, fault. man. I, Joe, Joe, man, there was like Joe a lost. Clean. 10 year period here where he did nothing. He did yeah. fucking nothing. Why? Well, James, it only gets better for Joe. Tonight. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it does. It gets well, better. We'll get there. Well, speaking of guys that just fucking fuck, Abyss is here. Uh, Abyss is upset and he walks up to JB and he says, JB, Mr. Bischoff wants to see me. Uh, you know what it's about? And JB says, uh, I don't know. I'm getting ready for the post show. <laughs> and Abyss says, okay, have a good post show. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude. <laughs> Dude, why? Why? How do you? I'm getting ready for the post show. Do we know the reason why they they fucking like didn't want Abyss to be like he was? Uh, because Hulk Hogan saw something different in him, brother. Dude, (laughs) (laughs) or maybe I didn't. (laughs) I'm gonna get Hunter on the line, dude. See what he thinks about Abyss, bro. I, feel I don't like, know. I, I, I really don't, like I don't that, know whose idea it was. I, I really like don't that know. That Abyss would be right up Paul Cook's alley. You know, he's like I, all character. I, he's a fleshed out character, Tony. They yeah. had to fuck it. They have a whole storyline. Yeah, they you have know, a lore. Yeah, but the problem is, is Hogan didn't know any of that. He didn't watch any of it. He, I'm not taking time to learn the lore, bro. <laughs> he just saw it on paper you. and said, what is this dude? Yeah. Do you think he saw him as like... They had to see him as like Mick Foley. Too. Whoa, Kane! No, they had to see him as like Mick Foley. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, because they they had him dressed in the they fucking didn't treat him like Kane. Nah, yeah. they had him dressed up in the fucking flannel and oh, the. You're right. You yeah, know, and they were right. like, "Let's take the mask off," because like, like you you know you don't need the mask, and like, I don't know what they were thinking, and it's just rough, man. Because they had him feuding with Mick for a second, and then he was just feuding with him here, and then they right, and I because I. Because I think he was like, oh, we'll we'll put a bis with management like Mankind was. Right? Yeah, right, right. And then, yeah, dude. Uh, we'll talk about a bis in a minute because we got to get to his match later. But Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and there's also, so yeah, the, that happens. And then there's like a three-minute TNA Knockouts hype video. No voiceover. It's just them showing clips of them wrestling and then their asses. DPW style. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. I said, I was like sitting, I was like, watch. I was like, the fuck is this is going pretty long here, guys? What is going on here? Is this a commercial break? What is what is this? Dude, I, I, this reminded me as I was watching the video package that they had a Yako Hamada 
and dude yes they did dick ass balls with her the whole time they had her like they had they her they gave like, her what the tag title yeah the right? knockouts tag like, title yeah, with she, Taylor Wilde and she was awesome too right? was that uh, right? it was Hamada. no it was with uh Sarita Sarita was right that's right yes right that was before she was teaming Rosita right right okay um, but yeah, fucking Hamada was awesome at the time. She was. Yeah. And they had her all the time. She like lived there. <laughs> so That's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. And but they, they had, also, I mean, they eventually also have cheerleader, cheerleader Melissa who they give two gimmicks to and both of them don't go well, or maybe they do brother. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, Scott Steyer's got something to say about that game. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we go backstage and, uh, Abyss is here and he's fucking gonna pee his pants. He's gonna cry. Yeah. Dude, I'm he's... going to throw up watching this. This makes me fucking sick of my stomach. Abyss uh, is literally talking to Bischoff, groveling with piss in his pants and shit in his uh. jars. <laughs> I can't believe my eyes right now. Bischoff Abyss, is like dr- dressing him down. They have turned Abyss. His IQ is like six here. He's an idiot too. That he's, was never his thing. That like I swear to God, as the years went on, he just got dumber. Got dumber. He just yeah. got yeah. to the point where he was like a child. Like yeah. he was not like this in two thousand five. No. He no was way. not like no this. I, like he was corruptible, but that's because he was a fucking monster. He was a monster and he didn't talk. And like if he did, it was in fucking like very short sentences. And yeah. like he just had the chain and he killed you. Yeah, he just turned into like a fucking baby I character he was a fucking cartoon character yeah this shit sucked <laughs> <laughs> sorry I, i'm sorry You're right, bro fucking hell. so abyss uh, bischoff throws his pen down at abyss and says i warned you i gave you a fair warning and told you what i would do and i'm gonna do it if i told you if that bat didn't get used in your match against mick i told you what i was gonna do and if there was any shenanigans or gamesmanship i told you what i would do and abyss said i just didn't want to hurt mick i'm sorry but I did use the tags. And Bish says, I, did I fucking ask you to use the tags? Tags are bad. Tags are bad. Tags are bad. And Bish says, it was the bat, sir. And Bish says, well, now I'm going to take your mask. <laughs> your mentor is out on a shopping spree. Hulk Hogan is taking care of other business. And my first order of business is to get that mask off your ugly face. And Abyss says, no, this mask is who I am. Please, no. <laughs> Bish says, what you are is ugly. <laughs> Dude, I am like having physical pain talking about this because like it makes you fucking sick to my stomach. It's like Abyss fucking died for this company like 20 times over, man. He's another guy. Yeah. yeah. He's just, same thing I mean, with AJ. Like, it's the same, same thing with yeah, AJ. Same come thing. on. And same Abyss thing was a day one guy, same too. Yeah. Come on. Fuck. Bishop says, well, you are a whole new level of ugly and that's going to be revealed to the whole world tonight. And don't you think about leaving this building because every door has security on it, which is a lie. Which is, <laughs> they, they just show you the, <laughs> the first door they show you, there's no security. This says, No, Mr. Bischoff, no, I'm out of here. I gotta go. I'm out of oh, here. Oh, he's the biggest bitch in the whole he, wide he world. He literally runs out runs away. with shit in his drawers, shitty underwear, he in his pants, Ugly. fucking. Ugly bastard. Bischoff, that's all he calls him the whole night, you ugly freak. It's like Abyss looks fine. Like He's in a mask. Who cares? And he literally runs out of the room crying. He does. He does. He runs out crying. All right. So backstage, Christy Hemme is talking to Eric Young. Bald. This is violent <laughs> by design, Eric Young. Bald, leather jacket, Eric Young. Normal man. World no, elite Eric Young. What right? in the fuck is going on in this show where Eric Young is normal, bald man, and Abyss is peeing his pants and shit his jars? What happened to his company? Yeah, like, it, is this before or after World Elite? 
Do you think Hogan like never saw like Super Eric or like Don't Fire this is, Eric? This, like, is right after, this is right after <laughs> this is right after World Elite, Johnny. So it's like World this Elite was like after World Elite. World Elite was like 2009. And then what a good is, timing for Eric Young, where they're like, "Yeah, dude, you are you look like you're the king over here, dude." <laughs> You look like you got it oh, all, brother. Oh, you're leading the big stable, dude. I also fought a world elite. Oh, this is like career. the NWO, dude. Matter of fact, brother, we have an idea. Uh, Eric Great. Young, uh, Eric Young, world elite. Since in the beginning of 2010, world elite had not appeared together. Only sign of there still being an alliance uh, apart from the British invasion. Uh, Eric Young has been teaming with Kevin Nash on January 21st edition of Impact in losing efforts against the Nasty Boys. Oh, that's right. Kevin Nash was in World Elite, wasn't he? He was. <laughs> Eric Young and Kevin Nash teamed together crazy. and lost to the Nasty Boys in January 21st. Because Nash was cool with Eric pretty much the whole time. Like You're right. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, no, every gimmick. He was cool with Eric Young. <laughs> Hell, he's just down with EY. That's awesome. So, yeah. Christy interviewing Bald Jacket Eric Young, not World Elite. Normal but person. Maybe brother. Christy says, well, we saw Nash arrive and he isn't in a good mood. And Eric says, well, he's got a lot to say. And he wants to talk to Scott Hall and Sean Waltman directly. And he's going to do that in the middle of the ring tonight. Six Pac, Hall. Please, one name for this fucking guy, please. I know you're out there like some spineless slugs. I hope you find your way in here. (laughs) Because nothing will make Kevin happier than to deliver what he has to say face to face. All right. All right. So we go backstage again. I think. Well, we talk about Hogan and Dixie, brother. Well, we're not going to talk about that, dude. <laughs> well, Hogan says, if you're going to prove you're the best, brother, and get in a fight, then you want the fans to decide who is number one. And dude. if I was lacing up the boots again, I would go head-to-head with what we call the competition. Dude, with who, what we call the competition. Dude, whoever says, if you're in a fight, you want the fans to make a choice? What the? F- well, I, you know, the fans, not those smart marks. I want the fans to decide that, brother. <laughs> the real fans. Well, the competition, quote-unquote. So we go backstage into some sort of log the cabin. What is this? It's like a, con- it's like a, a double wide it's trailer. Like a, yeah, like a contractor's trailer. It's or a something. shitty double wide that they threw Jeff Jarrett in after Hogan Bishop came in. They said, get the fuck out of our office. Oh, you also, own this double yeah, wide. Jeff Jarrett, also a bitch. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett <laughs> used to own the company, biggest bitch in the world. What it's the huge fuck? Bitch. <laughs> it's a Jeff Jarrett, little bitch in his room, reminiscing about the good times where like TNA was good. I and think- then. I think at this point I heard on like Jared's podcast that like he just was a character for whatever they were yeah. doing. He wasn't, he wasn't he had, like, a- no power. Yeah. And sure, if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, well, you know, Abyss is getting fucked. They, uh, you know, Joe, uh, Jared, you know, obviously, you know, they're gonna get their comeuppance and all. So, you know, that's a story. They no, it, they don't. Jared it should have been. It should have been. Jared turns and joins them. Joe cock on his face loses still. Joe doesn't uh, do anything for like ten years. Like is legit. Yeah. They tell Joe to sit at home for like ever until they realize, oh, we need to bring him back. Abyss is this guy until like uh, decay. Yeah. Well, he, I think he has the X Division run where he, oh, is, where he's killer where again, he's right? He's the killer in X Division. Right. Okay. But at the time, we lived through this, by the way. At the time, <laughs> horrible. People hated it because it, it was stupid. Yeah. Because. All, all they did that for was to not feature the, the X Division. To shit on the X Division and to yeah. not book them. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, fucking awful. And by the way, they've done this gimmick before with the Dudley Boys. They did the fucking yes. thing. They already did that same exact storyline. They did. They didn't know it because they didn't ask anybody a TNA if they'd done the story <laughs> yeah. before. They just did it again. The Dudley one was also fun. I actually Because it, it featured more X Division guys because of it. Yeah. I guess they um, did the Joseph Park thing, right? Wasn't that after this Immortals? Joseph Park is af- was- is 
Is that after the? Oh, that's 2012. Run? That's 2012 to 20. Yeah. Okay, so. Which yeah. I the Joseph Park thing is. I awesome. thought Joseph Park I like stuff that. was good. Yeah, I like Joseph yeah. Park. Too. Well, yeah. I mean, the company doesn't. Whatever we're talking about right now, like the iteration of this company, doesn't last. It's not very the same. Long. No, it doesn't last very long because it fails. I mean, they go head to head with WWE. And it fucking just fails. I mean, like, it yeah. just is yeah, not right. good. It goes to shit. You're right. Yeah. So then they have to reset again. And then that's where they restart the storylines. And then this and is then where the X Division guys. Bobby Roode. The X, Aries. The X Division yeah. guys, like, literally, like, create and, like, real life for shoot, like, go and, like, go to talk to Eric Bischoff about how they're not being booked or whatever. And then Bischoff legit spite booked the shit out of them yeah. to make them look like shit yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which is insane, but, uh, that's a whole nother story for another time, but sure. Well, I'm sure that'll come up eventually on this show. Yeah. So backstage, uh, Jeff Jarrett's in a log cabin reminiscing about TNA. Um, <laughs> Bree Woo very faintly yeah. playing in his brain. <laughs> he got a landline phone. Bischoff comes in with a bat wrapped in barbed wire. Uh, cause right. Bischoff has to be in every segment. He has to be in every one of them. So well, he's, you know, the authority figure and the authority shit, figure has got to be man. everything on the show. So Jeff says, now what are you doing with that? And uh, says, it's not what I'm going to do with it. It's what you're going to do with it. Because I wanted to see this used at against all odds, but I was disappointed. So in your match with Abyss tonight, instead of standing in, in this double wide dressing room reminiscent about the good old days, I want you to use this bat against Abyss. Get the job done. And if you do it right, I may even get you a velvet painting of Elvis for you to put on your wall <laughs> so you feel right at home. And Jeff says, use this against Abyss. And he ben can't get says, nothing, yeah. man. He said, you want that Elvis shit, Memphis boy? You want that fucking shit, little Memphis boy? Look at you, little Memphis boy. What the Where's fuck? Your dad? Where's your dad? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, and Bischoff says, don't disappoint me. So, yeah, this also, yeah, Jared at the time is Bischoff's bitch. I think he, like, got fired and then brought back under, like, a big loser contract where he's a janitor sometimes, yeah, too. Yeah, I think he, they fired him and said, you got to start from the very bottom or some shit. Right, yeah, yeah. So now he's dressing in double-wide locker room. Uh, Jesse, you want to use this bat against the biz? All right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got it. Right. He's just got to do it. Yeah, he's just got to do it. So, uh, Doug Williams, Brian Kendrick. I'm so excited. <laughs> Doug Williams, <laughs> Brian Kendrick, and Motor City Machine Guns versus Amazing Red, Generation Me, and Kazarian. Generation Me, for those that don't know, are the Young Bucks. Uh, this is, Doug Williams is the ex-champion right now. Um, Kazarian is just coming back from injury. Yes. They can only use these guys in this one part of the show. All eight of them. All of them? <laughs> all the X Division guys in um, one spot, yep. Yes. Doug Williams, fucking great wrestler. Good shit. Yes. British Invasion, fucking terrible. Horrible. Hated him. Dog shit. Just boring <laughs> garbage shit. Yes. Uh, but Doug Williams was the fucking man. Doug yeah, Williams, was it, awesome. was worth, it was worth to have British Invasion if it meant us having more Doug Williams. Uh, so Kazarian gets his own entrance because he's making his return to TNA. Yes. Um, Kazarian's theme song has the same exact riff as Motor City Machine Gun's theme song. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. It does. I was like, what? They're just going out again? Um, of course, everybody gets a little shine here. Shelly comes in. It's a nice pink combo. Combination moves with Saban. Um, they don't really get to do shit because they don't get a lot of time here. They don't get any time here. What the fuck? Um, hottest match of the night by far. Um, yes, not even easily. close. Easily. Um, Bucks the crowd chanting, you are all awesome. <laughs> what are they chanting that for? Shut him up. Taz, talk louder. Shut him up. Taz, talk louder. 
Uh, so the the bugs come in and start doing you know the bug shit legs Dude, open that tope. Meant, that match went four minutes. Wow. Yeah, and they got. I mean, they did as much moves as they possibly could. In that they four did minutes. everything, and the crowd ate it up. Yeah, they're fired up. Um, Kazarian hits a springboard DDT in this one. Uh, pins Doug Williams, who was the ex champion for the three. Um, yes. I, I mean, sure. I mean, that's, it was that's for the four most fucking rest- minutes of these guys. This was fun as hell. That's I mean, that's the most wrestling booking thing on the whole show. Because Arian comes back from a return, pins the champion in a tag. Now he gets a title shot. I, it's the most yeah. easy yeah. wrestling thing on the show. And like everyone loved it. Like, OK, yeah. good to go. Yeah. Well, uh, they, I don't think they really like that, dude. Yeah, I think we're going to bury all of them in a fucking. You're never going to get TV time. I'll tell you that. Especially not that little piece of shit. Amazing. Red. <laughs> I can't remember the people. It was like Red, Kendrick, Jay Lethal. Yeah, I, the Bucks. Was Consequences Son- Creed in it? Ah, uh, he might have been he Creed. Have, I wonder if I, we should ask some. He, I think he might have been in that group. He might have uh, been there. He, yeah, he, he, he might have. He, he gets released this around the same time the Nasty Boys do. So he's here for this for for that. He, I think he's there for that. Yeah, I think uh, think he, I think I remember yeah, reading so yeah, the they, name, anyways. So yeah, so yeah, they all those guys like the uh, like you said, they fucking go to Bischoff in the back and say, "Hey, man, you gotta fucking use us." So Bischoff says, "Okay," and he has them all go out to like stand on the ramp while he just shits on them in the ring. <laughs> so yeah, by the way, so this was a shoot that turned into a work that yes. turned into a shoot. Because I think it was Kendrick that said, hey, I'm going to go down and punch him. <laughs> they were like, like that, yeah, right? like, like throw the coffee on him. Stomp him out. Throw the coffee on him and yeah. punch his <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> so this was a shoot that Bischoff was like, that was pretty entertaining stuff, fellas. Yeah. So it turned into a work that turned into a shoot again. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, yeah, interesting time there. Lovely time to be in TNA. Yeah. Uh, backstage segment, Abyss no. is... Fucking, he's just <laughs> crying. He is trying to leave the building. He's literally trying to run towards the door to get in his car and leave. Abyss drives. He is <laughs> a car, but he is unable to get out. Not because there's security there, like Bischoff said, because they've already forgotten that he said that. The door is just locked. And then Slick Johnson comes up <laughs> bald and says, Abyss, what are you doing? He's, and the way he says it, it's crazy. <laughs> Slick Johnson goes, Abyss, what are you doing? <laughs> Abyss says, my mask, my mask, I gotta leave my mask. And Slick Johnson says, you can't leave, you gotta match. And Abyss is like, no, no, I gotta leave. And then he just goes with Slick Johnson to have his match. Referee Slick Johnson forces Abyss to the ring. <laughs> sure. So Abyss versus Jeff Jarrett is up next. Well, of course, they're going to Monday nights, by the way. Please don't forget that. Please, dude. You can't forget. We moved to Monday nights where historically the wrestling audience has always been, says Dixie Carter. And Hulk says, it's only been a few weeks and we're making this huge announcement, dude, (laughs) since I've been here. So Jarrett comes out with no music, no guitar, and a bat. No pyro. Yes, no pyro. You're starting from the bottom. Starting from the bottom again. Of course. course, Where you start in wrestling at the bottom is no no (laughs) music, no gimmick. Your entrance, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. Actually, starting from the bottom, you should have like a a sweet gimmick and a finisher at least, right? (laughs) (laughs) Can't can't do it international. Can't call spots. But you got the finisher and you do got a sweet gimmick. So like, (laughs) and I got the promo. Bottom. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're working. Got that promo. Got got a promo. I'm working on here. Yeah. yeah, so uh, Bubba Army's here, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're still here. They haven't left yet. They, they haven't here. left. Yeah. Always yeah. here. Yeah. That Bubba leave. Army. 
Fucking, yeah. I think, you know, looking back on it, I think I hate regular clothes abyss. I think I just, I can't, I can't deal with regular clothes abyss. I thought that, uh, I thought that like, like his coolest look was jean jacket and Jane. Yeah, I, the I, blue, yeah, I like the, the vest. blue jean, the original yes. like OG look. The blue yeah, vest, awesome. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the vest. I, I, I really enjoyed the prison get up for a while too, especially the Which white one was one that where with he the, bled uh, in it a uh, bunch. the white, the prison yeah, escapee. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, sure. I like the abyss all black look that he had for a while. I thought that was going abyss right. was the best ever, by the way. Just so everybody understands that this yes. shit stinks big time. Abyss is an all like like all timer big guy. Like he's great. Yeah. Well, like, I don't oh, know th about that, dude. <laughs> if you ask this me, here, brother. The look that he had in the TNA game was also awesome. The red. Yeah, dude. It was, was a awesome. sleeveless fucking look. Yeah, yes. that shit was fucking awesome. Tremendous. Yeah, yeah. Um, But this is just. But I don't think so, brother. Fucking regular clothes abyss. I don't like this. No, um, I don't either. Jerry is trying to work a match here, but I mean, what is Abyss supposed to fucking do here? He's a pussy ass loser. They booked he's a him pussy. like he's a, a bitch. Seven foot pussy. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. He's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Jerry is trying to work a, -A match. Y T Z H. <laughs> Jerry grabs a chair from the crowd. Fucking tries to use it, but it leads to a double down. It's in the corner of the double ring. Double down with Jeff Jarrett and Abyss should never be said. Got, that should never be called. Got the clothesline double down. Dude, uh, clothesline double down. Jeff Jarrett was doing 10 punches on him and taking an <laughs> atomic drop. Dude, ah! this is the most boring TV match you could have with Abyss and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, well, Bischoff's here because Bischoff he needs to be here. comes to the ramp and does the he rock eyebrow meme. <laughs> <laughs> the vine boom needs to happen. Yeah. He does the arms folded. He's watching. He impressed me, Bischoff, Jeff Jarrett. Yo, boom. <laughs> I'm Skylar White, yo. I'm, I'm teaming up with Hulk Hogan, yo. Boom. <laughs> I'm ruining TNA, yo. Boom. <laughs> uh, the crowd, by the way, is chanting for Jarrett to use the bat. Every all hope they is lost here. They hate abyss. They hate abyss. Yeah, it's they want Abyss to get hit with his fucking bat. Yeah. Uh, Jarrett uh, hits the stroke on Abyss and doesn't pin him. And then there's a chair set up in the corner. I thought this was awesome. Jeff hits the stroke in the corner chair. Yeah, <laughs> that Abyss, was good. Which is crazy. I was like, holy shit. Uh, and then he picks up the bat, and then he turns around, he looks at Bischoff, he looks at the bat, he throws the bat to the outside. <laughs> Storytelling, baby. Isn't that what you hey, hey y'all want that's a storytelling, don't you? That guy that's got that storytelling. We yeah, Bishop wants him, stories. Bishop wants them to use the bat. The entire audience wants them to use the bat. I'm not using not the bat. Using a bat. <laughs> We're telling a story here. Fucking smart marks. Well, Bischoff is on the mic and he says, You know what, Jarrett? I knew I couldn't trust you to get the job done. Guys, now. And I said, All right. I was trying to prepare myself because I was like, okay, who like, what guys are going to come out here to fucking take out Jeff Jarrett? Because Bischoff's probably got some names. Dude, here, right? you could convince me here that this whole storyline and segment was, on the fly. was built in, like, TW or something. <laughs> that, like, they're just like, let's, let's, see what, let's see what comes up. <laughs> this is, it, it feels like, you're right, James. This feels like you just need some people, so you just go pick randomly through the roster. Yeah, oh, who's who not on got? the card? <laughs> who we got in the back here? When he said guys, I thought it was going to be, like, the Nasty Boys and Orlando Jordan and, like, Val okay, I, I'll be honest, I also <laughs> thought it was the Nasty Boys. I would have lost my fucking mind. So here is who runs out. They call these guys the Stooges. <laughs> these are the pussies. <laughs> Homicide, Raven, Tomko, Rhino, and 
Nigel McGinnis. <laughs> All come out and attack Jeff Bald. Jarrett in abyss. Bald <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> Which is a terrible time. This is post Kurt Angle Desmond Wolf. This so is it's, you know, whatever. Fresh off of 2009. Sorry about Desmond that. Desmond Wolf. He's already dead. He's De- already dead. He's had the, all the angle matches. He's dead. He Desmond Wolf won the fucking every poll ever for a Sorry year. Well, I can't read those polls, dude. I don't go on the internet. Fuck you, brother. <laughs> We're not putting this guy on TV. Yeah, he's on TV. We got him right here. He's attacking Jeff Jarrett oh and Abyss. Oh, my God. Where? Well, they all fuck up Jarrett and Abyss. They hold Abyss for Bischoff to come into the ring. And Bischoff says, Abyss, I told you what I would do, and you didn't believe me. You want to see this? And he grabs his mask, and he's going to unmask him. Where, 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 where? Dude, dude, they remix. Turn that shit the fuck up. Turn that shit up. Here comes Hulk Hogan, dude, with the craziest shirt of all time. It's a black shirt with three separately bedazzled skulls on his nipples. What are you going to do, brother? All the heels are afraid. They're horrified. Bass boosted, fucking, it's corrupting the fucking, it's clipping fucking crazy. Yeah! I'm surprised Hogan didn't get his pyro here, too, man. Dude, oh my god, if all the pyro went off as he's doing his entrance. This is Hogan on his own. There's seven guys in the ring. All fucking these two dudes up, Jared and Abyss, they whoop their ass. Hogan comes out, they are all horrified. Bischoff is scared. Hogan was just on Bubba the Love Sponge saying he can't wrestle anymore. <laughs> he gets on the mic. Oh, he stops at the apron, folds his arms, <laughs> and just Stro- stares at them. I'm holding his arms, yo. <laughs> <laughs> folds his arms, strokes his goatee, probably. Strokes too. his mustache. He gets in the I'm ring. With Abyss, yo. <laughs> 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 he takes the mic and he says, uh, I got with, this one. I'm with the bitch, yo, Bing Jilling. Dude, I would have been watchable if we had social currency Dude, up on the screen. We need a time machine and we need it now. I'm Hulk Hogan, number 15, Burger King <laughs> foot lettuce. <laughs> Okay, serious. Hogan gets right. on the mic. Hogan says, he gets on the mic and he says, I got this one. Or maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I do. Ding, ding, wow, bing, ching. Boom. He pulls out an ice cream cone and eats it. I'm Hulk Hogan. Yo, boom. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, like, uh, Southport or something? Or like, I was going to say, is there things? any Hulk Hogan TikTok memes? No, do you know what I'm talking about where, like, you can type in and he'll say the words? Yeah, oh, like uh, the AI duck thing? Yeah, is there an Ooh, AI Uber duck for Hogan? Someone make that. Someone make that Lily. I'm Hulk Hogan, yo, boom. I'm with a bitch, yo, boom. <laughs> Put on TikTok and tag us. Yeah, I would fucking re-TikTok the hell out of that. I'm Hulk Hogan, brother. I'm with a bitch, brother. Okay, so yeah, Hogan Hogan's on the mic and he points at Abyss and he says, Get your ass back to my office. And Abyss and gets up and leaves. 
And then Hogan takes off his shades, and he looks directly at Homicide, and he tries to figure out if he's a part of the company. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't and then you he just try leaves. to climb out of that dome? <laughs> yeah, aren't you the fucking dude that climbed out of the cage, brother? And then he just leaves. Dude, Ray Rhino is so gassed up here. He looks fucking incredible, bro. Yeah, well, we don't got time Unbelievable. for him, sorry. Dude, all the pieces, there was like 20 pieces in the ring right here. And you idiots, bro. All the yeah. pieces of the puzzle are right here, but you lost the damn box. You don't That's even know what you're true. fucking. Yeah, they have no idea how to put the puzzle together. Damn, it's Come unbelievable. On, man. Yeah, you are tripping. So they recap what just went down, and then they go to the back. Security is now leading Abyss to Hogan's office. Uh, Abyss is so much of a bitch that he could not get there on his own. He has to go weeping and crying through the hallway with security to Hogan's office, and then we go to British Invasion. Of Magnus and Rob Terry. Not Magnus, Brutus Magnus. Brutus Magnus and Rob Terry against Robbie Money, T. which is Robbie T. Robbie T. Robert Rude and James Storm. Rob Terry just won the global championship in a whale. <laughs> Hunter Hunter style. This guy's a beast. Dude, Rob Dude, Rob Terry with Robbie E is a legendary. Robbie duo. T and Robbie E are the best. It is the best. Big Rob, legendary. British Invasion, yeah. fucking garbage dog, <laughs> dog shit. shit taco. <laughs> this is so, yeah. so Dude. fucking bad. It's unbelievable. Brutus Magnus is an ass spelunker. I can't is, take it. This is the shitty ass team that you guys lost the New Japan relationship for. Like this garbage That's ass, unbelievable, yeah. ass team. There's, uh, a, about the, there's, there's someone in the crowd holding up a sign. You know the, the windshield gimmick with the kid pissing on a thing? Yeah, that's my boy right there. two kids pissing on the WWE logo. He brought his friend to pee on it. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> always gotta bring your boys, bro. Of course, always bring the boys to piss on WWE. Uh, so yeah, they this fucking tag match here, boys. Dude, it's literally nothing. Uh, we'll do two internationals, a fucking takeover, and then we'll do the finish. The story is that Magnus is Dude, I, jealous I, of Rob I'm Terry. I'm tired of stories. Stop <laughs> the story here, Just James. Stop Magnus. telling me fucking stories. <laughs> Oh, well, Magnus is jealous of Rob Terry's booking. success. You yeah, you it. just don't get it, and you're not committed to the story. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right, and you're <laughs> right. <laughs> this fucking Mark wants to see wrestling. What an idiot. Yeah, dude, Holy shit. what the fuck? Yeah, anyways. Go watch I'm, WWE for the wrestling. Yeah, I don't, I'm playing Halo 3 right now. I don't know what you're talking dude, about, Dude, I'm playing bro. Modern Warfare 2 right now. I don't <laughs> give rocking, a shit. Right? I'm a 15 MLG, and these boys can't even touch me type beat. I'm, I'm trying, trying to get to a nuke. It. What do I Yeah, well, Magnus keeps blind tagging. I know you want to hear about this. Magnus keeps blind tagging in. Uh, Dude, where is know, Bobby of- Roode right now? Where are where is Bobby Roode? <laughs> Where's the Roode? Where is Beer Money? We were promised this reunion like 90 fucking times. I know. I know. Is, where's James Storm? He's probably he fucking NWA, in the right? NWA. Yeah. I think it was NWA. Uh, okay, Bobby Roode's in sure. WWE still, I think, right now. Yeah, I know, but what's he doing? He's just hanging out. Is he hurt? Uh, he's with wasn't he with Ziggler? I don't even know. He's always with Ziggler. I have no idea. Yeah. Dude. I'm sure the New Day is still fighting the Usos, dude. God, no! No! <laughs> dude, Beer Money hits the DUI, or DWI, I'm sorry. And Drinking they- while investing, <laughs> of course, is the DWI. Which is That's a powerbomb awesome. neckbreaker combo. And beat Magnus. Dude. 
Dude, Magnus. Brutus Magnus. <laughs> his head bounces like three times off the mat. It was crazy looking. And then, so yeah, they beat Magnus, and Taz says, Yeah, I think Magnus might think he's back in some cornfield running around with some kangaroo or whatever they do over there. <laughs> Let him know, bro. This shit sucks. Stupid ass fucking yeah, Well, team. Magnus gets on the mic to tell some no. story here, brother. Please stop, Brutus. bro. Brutus Magnus says, You can't do anything right, Rob Terry. That belt has cut that circulation off to your head. There's USA chance. <laughs> Two British guys. We're both guys. Magnus yeah. says, you're a disgrace to the British invasion. And you listen to me. I'm your superior. Understand? And he slaps him. And he takes the global title. And he says, it's obvious this belt should belong to me. Now get out. And the Rob Terry clotheslines him. And people go, yay. And then he poses with the belt over Magnus and leaves. And this is storytelling. Boys, so this is deep storytelling right here, bro. Yeah. Okay, yeah. dude. DWI style. Yeah. So, anyways, we're moving the fuck on, bro. Drinking while investing. I didn't even know that was a name. Drinking while investing is crazy as hell. <laughs> I don't know that was man. the name of the move. I just thought dude, this is like le- beer money legendary fucking team, man. They're rocking. God, bro. dude. dude I the, the me beer? and Davy Richards both want them to bring back dude, they had their the beer money. scooter thing or whatever. The oh. Boozer Cruiser. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> okay, whatever, man. So, Brutus Magnus. Back to this segment here. Uh, Biss oh. is also pacing oh. back and forth. And we, dude, this is the fucking Hulk Hogan Hall of Fame ring segment. This is what we this is what we initially watched the episode for, I think. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. That is and I, I thought that's all this was. So Abyss is in Hogan's office. He's anxiously pa- anxiously pacing, doesn't know what to do. And Hogan bursts into the room and he says, That's it, brother. I'm done with this crap. Sit down. And he's yelling at Abyss. And Bischoff walks into and Hogan turns around and says, Not now, Eric. Get out, brother. This is the best thing yeah, ever. Eric gets- pops his head in. Hogan says, not now, brother. And Eric just pops his head back out. It's like the greatest gift of all time. So he tells Abyss to sit down. He tells Eric to get out. He turns back around to Abyss and he says, get up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sit down. Get up. (laughs) Sit your ass down. (laughs) He said, I am so sick and tired of watching you shake. I'm so sick and tired of watching you chase your tail. I am so sick and tired of watching you be afraid of your own shadow. Right now, it stops. It's a done deal. You understand that, dude? That was an angle that WWE came up with. Dude, what the fuck? Like, it says, up. This gimmick sucks, brother. I got an idea for you, brother. How about you suck my cock the long way? The long way. You know what, brother? I got a couple of balls here that haven't been licked in a long time, dude. And I think you'd be the perfect specimen for them. The long way. Oh, fuck. I just realized the Abyss is turning into a new disciple. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, so he says, do you understand that? And Abyss says, y- yes, sir. And Hogan says, okay, brother. <laughs> he says, you know who Superman is? <laughs> Never, heard of said, no. Never heard of him. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not familiar with Superman. <laughs> well, he's got a cape, brother. It makes him real powerful. Dude, okay, you have to talk about the cadence that Hogan says this in. He said, you know Superman. He's got a cape. It makes him real powerful. Yeah, you know who Popeye is. <laughs> what? You know who Popeye what? is. He got the Yabba can of spinach. Yeah, no, best is he's got the spinach. Yeah, he's got the can of spinach, dude. He says you got strong. that Yabba can of spinach. <laughs> it's real, real strong. <laughs> got that Yabba can of spinach. 
They did. Yeah, get us finished. Do it for sure. Wops. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah, get us finished. Make it real, real strong. Yeah. Superman to Popeye. You know, Superman you is Popeye. You know, Popeye is Popeye. I am Superman. Yo. Popeye got that yum again. Spinach. Yo. Burm, burm. The rock near the people's eyebrow. Makes it real strong, dude. I got a question. Are you really a monster? Yum again. The Yap again is finished. Yap number one. Yap again number one. Popeye. Popeye with the Yap again is finished. You know it sucks. It's like I watched the episode and like I was like crying, laughing, watching it. I had to like pause it. I was like, I probably, I probably will not. I can like be good during the show. I can be good sure. during the show during this part. <laughs> I lied. I can't. Just thinking he says it. You know, Popeye is. He's got to take it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't spinach. It makes him real strong. It only it gets worse too. I got a question, dude. Are you really a monster? Uh, and the says, yeah, yes, sir, I am. No, are you a monster, dude? <laughs> yes, sir, I am. <laughs> well, you're not as big of a monster as I am, brother. Because <laughs> the monster I am is called Hulkamania, dude. And it's bigger than the world. It all stops now. You will never cower again or shake or back up, brother. And Hogan slowly oh takes off God. his WWE Hall of Fame rig. I can't believe who did this get by? How did they do this? They made the most important part of the show, Hulk Hogan's WWE Hall of Fame rig. How did this happen? Hogan says, you know what this is. This is Hulk Hogan's Hall of Fame rig. Oh my God. He should ask him from where. He is Hulk Hogan. He does say, he says, this is Hulk Hogan's Hall of Fame rig. Is he like a fucking... He's Terry Boleya. He's Superman. Didn't you hear him? He's He's TCB. I put the cape on. I said, it's Superman, bro. Get crazy. Damn, bro. What's happening right now? This is my life. This Hall of Fame ring. This is the only thing that never left me. This is the only thing that's always been with me. This is the only thing that's ever loved me. I, hear you. I destroyed my body for 30 years, selling out every huge venue in the world to get this thing. I am so crippled <laughs> that I can barely get out of bed in the morning. I can barely get out of bed in the morning. Do you understand? This is my life. And Abyss is a bitch. Uh, Abyss says, oh yes, it encompasses everything on Comedia in the world. And Hogan says, put your hand out, brother. And Abyss goes, oh. and Hogan says, put your hand out. This is yours. And Abyss says, Hulk, Hulk, oh, please let me gobble your fucking cock. The long way. <laughs> Hogan says, this will give you the power of the universe. This will make you the strongest mortal man on this earth. This will be good to you, brother. This will protect you. This will love you. This will guide you. This will make you the god of wrestling. <laughs> you, will, you will be from this point forward ten times the man, ten times the wrestler, and ten times stronger than Hulk Hogan ever was, brother. That is your destiny. That is your mission. You will become the god of men. The men that I could never be. What? You will be greater than anything that's ever walked in the ring. That is your destiny. Do you feel the power? Oh! 
Bischoff are going to hell for a lot of things, they should but you are going to hell specifically for this. They're brother. going to super hell. They got a Yamaketa marmalade. They're going to shove it so far <laughs> up your ass in hell. You're done, bro. Oh Dude, my god. Do you feel the power? <laughs> you are, this is a rib. You're going to hell. You are going to die. You are going to fucking hell. Hey, you know. <laughs> For this next match, too, you son of a bitch. You guys are going to Dude, mega. Oh my you're going God. to super mega hell. Oh. Yeah, you're going you to are. ultra double hell for this one, you bastards. You will be. Oh. <laughs> you will only drink hydrochloric acid for the rest of your life, you fucking piece of shit. It's super ultra mega hell. You fucking bitch. Oh. <laughs> Uh, You'll eat Yamakana spin sandwiches <laughs> and fucking ultra double super hell. You bastards. You bastards. Uh, <laughs> holy shit, man. So, so Abyss put Abyss puts the ring on his on his mar- on his marriage hand, by the way, so he's now married oh, to Oh, does Hulk. he? Oh, so uh, he's yeah. married to the Hulk. He's married to Hulk Hogan now, yeah. Alright, great. Yeah, he's well he's gonna be licking his butt <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> they they had the idea that okay, Hogan's gonna give a rub to one of the guys and make him like the biggest star ever, and then they did it completely wrong. No fucking way. Hogan's I'm gonna rib this big bastard. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> Dixie, watch this. <laughs> they think we're here to help the company, bro. Watch this. Yeah, Huggy came in and said, who are your top five stars right now? Give, them, give me the list. So we got stuff for him. Yeah. Uh, that, how does this compare to the Hulk Hogan, Matt Morgan, Thunder Lips? That's robe horrible. Angle? The robe, the gold robe. <laughs> yeah, it gave Matt Morgan the power of Hulk You're going oh, to super mega ultra hell. There's no getting out of this, bro. You're done. So let's make it worse. So Dude. Christopher Dude. Daniels versus Kurt Angle is the main event. I was so excited. I was so fucking excited. Dude, my first fucking write down here was, okay, we're fucking cooking now. This is awesome. No. It's... Very bald, both of them. Everyone's bald here. The referee's even bald. Daniels, it's three bald guys. Daniels in great shape. Kurt Angle. Looking good. Fresh out the pin. Fucking like, we're going to be cooking tonight. Kurt Angle lift entrance gigantic dog tag. Dude, it's so big. It's it's Call of Duty style. Yeah, Matt, like, kill confirmed type Yeah, kill confirmed dog tag. Uh, like Deb on the ground. Is, kill yes, confirmed yes, on yes. the ground dog Floating. tag. Yeah. yeah. Deb said this is the baldest match of all time. <laughs> Daniels has PlayStation controls on his ass, but I'm still excited. Hold on now. You got to remember about the dark and twisted side of Ken Anderson came out after he attacked Kurt Angle. Oh, do they show that here? Yeah, of course they do. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. He split him open with the big dog dad. Yeah, he he the dark him. and twisted side of Anderson came out. Is that what he you. said? He attacked Kurt Angle with his dog tag. All right. Right. So he split him open with it. And, uh, right. So uh, go over this match here, James, because this is a great... 
I mean, how, Daniels and Kurt Angle. Can't be bad. Sounds awesome. Sounds bad. fucking awesome. Well, uh, Daniels starts with some punches. Got to get some yes. damn punches in there. Yes. Uh, backs him up to the corner. Punches, punches, punches. Punches, right. punches, punches. Rev says, if oh, you yes. punch one more fucking time, I'm going to DQ you. <laughs> punches, punches, punches. He says, I swear to God, I'm going to DQ you. He comes out of the center of the ring. Kurt Angle reverses him. Gets him in the fucking grapevine ankle lock. He taps out Christopher Daniels in like 40 seconds. It was one minute and seven seconds. Uh, and I... I'm gonna throw I, up, I, dude. I, I my disappointment was like I didn't realize like I you know the, the, it was a gradual disappointment through the show, and I don't like I I don't know if this hurt worse or not. The abyss thing is horrible. Daniels and Kurt got one minute to set up for a seven minute Kurt Angle Ken Anderson promo. Oh, Why did brother. Daniels have to be involved? Kurt couldn't have just come out and did the promo. Why did they have to have Daniels lose here for this? They had no other wrestling what? on the show. They didn't seem to care any other fucking time. Yeah, they knew Daniels would. Daniels would just do it. They they uh they did not care about Daniels. No, no way. They lose to Val Venus the other week on pay per view. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about this guy. I I just couldn't believe what I was saying. I was like, they're gonna at least. Get I was like so five, upset. But yeah, what a, what a fucking main is. event of the show. One oh seven. Kurt beats Daniels. Then Kurt Angle, man. I this promo, man, is brutal. It's brutal. It is. It's fucking brutal. He, uh, Kurt's, you know, talking about losing to Mr. Anderson at the pay-per-view, but he says, you know, the way you beat me is a different story. That, and that, you know, but you beat me. But that's not what pissed me off. You see, what pissed me off is when you did this. You don't know what this is. It's a tag. In the military, they're a little bit smaller. <laughs> they put yeah. the soldiers' names on them, and if they die, so if they die in battle, the commanders can ID them and send them home to the loved ones. And there's a USA chant. And Kurt says, I've had a difficult year and a half. I was like, oh, fuck, all right. Says I went through a hard divorce. I said, okay. I shamed my kids by getting arrested. I said, what? What is going on here? He said, I was falsely accused of things I didn't do, but I was arrested. And then he starts to cry. I said, am I fucking? I was like, I was like, did you join the army? Yeah, did you die (laughs) in the army? You're the Navy SEALs. (laughs) (laughs) No, he would never do that. (laughs) Yeah, well, guess what? Kurt actually, he says, I got arrested this past year. The crowd said. Yeah, woo! Kurt he said, said, I sat in a jail cell, and I didn't know what was happening, but I prayed to God, and that's why it was happening, and I posted bail, and I had an appearance in Fort Hood, Texas, at an R&B base, and they all said that they saw me on the news and thought I was great. What? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> he said, I met a soldier that said he read about me in the paper, and he said he believed in me. You know who, you know who that was, the guy you met? <laughs> <laughs> Who? James? <laughs> who's, who's that? His, uh, his name was Demo Dick. <laughs> he was a warrior in the Navy SEALs. He was my friend. <laughs> he climbed the ladder. The rope one. <laughs> Straight from hell. Here's his dog tag to prove it. Oh my god, I'd rather fucking shit for Dan Straight to watch this again. Wrestle. This Fuck. shit sucks dick. Oh my, oh god, my god, bro. Oh my Well Kurt said oh. uh he said uh this guy said he believed me and he gave me this dog tag and there's an inscription on here. 
I'm not fucking reading this shit. Uh, <laughs> he just reads this inscription. He as said, as he's talking 10 about people, people die, die. Nine people die. One of them is a warrior because he's not dead, but he saves the it other It only one. puts over one guy. Yes, what the <laughs> and fuck And his name mean? is Kurt Angle. <laughs> USA. USA. Yeah. yeah. Kurt says, you didn't make me bleed, Anderson. You made those soldiers bleed. Holy shit. <laughs> soldiers that die in battle. And USA. that died in battle, and family members of soldiers that died in battle. You made citizens of this country bleed. Kurt, you were in jail. You were, <laughs> you were not in the army. Blood thinks he was in the army. <laughs> you could have walked away, but you came back and you dropped this on my chest and you spit on it. Well, Mr. Anderson, you didn't spit on me. You spit on the soldiers and on the United States of America. And for that, Ken, I'm going to make you suffer. I'm going to make you bleed until every last drop is out of your body. And when you go down that road with Kurt Angle, there's no coming back. Ken Anderson, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I got a couple guys that are going to meet you there, too, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're eating fucking <laughs> yama sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Popeye's got the yellow oh, sandwich, dude. Dude, don't. We got, you know, got the goddamn commercial break, but Mr. Anderson's here in his number four jersey. Dude. They wouldn't let him wear this. Triple H wouldn't let him wear this on WWE. Is that right? <laughs> I remember Mr. Anderson's whole run was Triple H didn't let me. Nom, 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 yeah, you're right. Gum you're right. Wear my number four jersey. <laughs> dude, Deb made a crazy comparison here that I'd never fucking called on to, and it is so appropriate. Ken Anderson is Dane Cook. All the mannerisms are the oh same. Oh my god, the yeah, you're right. The cadence is the same. He's obviously trying to get like Stone Cold in the Rock, but he is Dane Cook. The jokes, bro. The the delivery. You know what I just realized? He's Dane fucking Cook. Bro, not only is he Dane Cook, but he's Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> From WWE? <laughs> WWE's Holy Mr. Kennedy. I what? just realized oh that right god. now. <laughs> Number four? <laughs> the gum and everything, like chewing the gum Holy and the mannerisms. And oh nom, nom, nom. He stole all of Tony, you're saying he stole all of Mr. Kennedy's shit from the WWE? Yeah, the nom 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 nom. <laughs> oh my god, nom 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 nom. Oh, the Kennedy. Dude, yeah. he did. The he says Anderson. He stole it. Oh my god. He says Anderson drop. twice. Damn yeah. it, you're right, dude. The whole thing. Fucking hell. And he wasn't in the Navy SEALs, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no way. Kurt <laughs> <laughs> Angle was in spirit. Well, <laughs> he can die for all I I'll care. I'll tell you, if Kurt Angle wants to come to the Navy SEALs, he can come anytime he wants. I will draft Kurt Angle to the Navy SEALs. <laughs> he can suck <laughs> the long way. <laughs> well, Ken Anderson comes out and fake cries in the microphone. The pickles he says, and the pickles. He says, I'm, I'm, I'm very touched. And <laughs> move, Kurt. <laughs> he said, I'm amazed by your abilities. <laughs> but not just in a ring, you're to suck out of these people. He says, well, you know what, Kurt? He says this is like the most <laughs> shittiest way. I, I can know just what see, I can see Dane Cook putting the mic up to his lips yes. and he sticks his head out of his body. <laughs> you think you're some kind of peacock? Then why don't you come on up this way and uh get you some <laughs> Whopper! <laughs> Hey, you ever do a Kurt? You ever do a B and E? You do a B and E, Kurt? <laughs> no, not yeah, making yeah. eggs. Ah, oh, no, I haven't done one of those. I've done a B and E. I went to jail for it. <laughs> <laughs> I got his dog tag. <laughs> 
so, so Kurt comes and gets himself some. Uh, yeah, it's a fight on the Dude, ramp. Okay, all right. So <laughs> he gets himself some. He, he says, yeah. "Come get, come get you some." And Kurt get says, you some. "Get you some." <laughs> so he does yeah. and uh, walks up the ramp, and then they just pause and fight. Then they fight. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Come a little closer." Go a little closer, and then they just fight. I said, oh, okay, he's going to jump all right, him. All right, sure. So all the while during this fight, can, uh, Mr. Anderson's microphone is hanging from the ceiling and just keeps repeatedly smacking Kurt Angle in his ass. <laughs> just thump, thump. <laughs> the whole fight. So Ken drops Kurt. I don't know. What does he hit him with? Just punches him? What does he, he do? He punches him, yeah, and it hits him yeah, with the mic. Kurt just dies. He hits yeah. him with the mic, Triple uh, H okay, style. Yeah. And he says, welcome, Kurt, to Total Nonstop. Anderson. Tony, which is a good, this is where he steals line. Kennedy's shit. <laughs> That's fucking fuck? crazy, man. You're not going to get away with this, you fucking bitch. Tony, I'm you, glad you fucking caught on to that, man, because I didn't catch that. Dude, the Dane Cook thing was crazy, but the Anderson, or the Anderson Kennedy thing yeah, was Yeah, I mean, that was crazy. blatant. Yeah. It was blatant. I mean, I mean, fucking Mr. Kennedy was in the NWO Lakers. I mean, we can't fucking That's stand true. for this Don't shit. Don't fucking forget. Never <laughs> really stand for this no, shit. Come no, and get never, some, Anderson, if you want come some. Come and get you some. <laughs> I hear you. So, anyway, I, here's a here's a TNA men's hype video. No ass or titties or bulges yeah, in this one for some reason. And, and as far as I know, everyone in this video package sucks fucking dick. That's what you told me all episode. <laughs> you show me Abyss and Joe and Sally all sucks. Yeah, I don't they know, suck. What the fuck yeah. do I care? And I don't see their cocks at yeah, all. Get them the fuck out of here. Whatever, we just watched Shawn Michaels RVD, man. RVD was packing <laughs> the long way. Mega sweet and ass. Yeah, that was awesome. Way. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this, this episode's not fucking over somehow. Dude, James, I... Uh, for, Tony, did you know that I this next this thing happens? Yes, I did. Okay. You knew? I, I didn't know. I, I that's didn't why I know. Said, that's why I said, Johnny, when you're like, I don't know about this episode, I said, no. We have to watch I couldn't this fucking episode. believe it. We have to James, watch I, this I, was, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was, I was flabbergasted. I watched it with Deb. She had no idea why I was reacting the way I was to this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, it, I guess if you watch this in a nutshell, like it you means just, nothing. It means nothing yeah. at all. But if you were there for this, it means everything, dude. We were this, there, dude. We were you're there. right. You we were, were right, there. James. We were there. Like, f dude, we have a dog tag like, to prove it. <laughs> I was. I felt like I was gonna start convulsing as this happened. I was like, my. I was excitement and anger was unbelievable mix as I watched this unfold. I said, I can't fucking believe I'm watching this right now. This is I, crazy, I, Deb. I can't explain why this is important, but this is a big moment in wrestling history. This is like huge. Yeah, this is massive. <laughs> so JB Jeremy Borash is uh, catching up with Joe, who's leaving the venue in his TNA Affliction shirt. JB said, oh, Joe, you know, you know, does buttonheads with Bischoff have anything to do with you losing? Uh, what about uh, what he said before the match? You will fucking suck, Joe. You are fucking fat and you suck. I don't know why. <laughs> what the problem is here? You yeah. fat. Yeah, why don't yeah, yeah, you get the fuck out of here, actually? Yeah, yeah you take actually, your bags and get the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah, scram. Scram. It's <laughs> <laughs> good at all. Get the hell out of here now. Yeah, yeah why, don't go, why don't you go eat a yum sandwich or something? Joe, turn around and say, what are you saying? Eat a yum sandwich. And then Samoa Joe is leaving and he almost gets annihilated by a white van. Pulls up uh, an assortment of ninjas <laughs> jump out of the van and start swarming Samoa Joe and throw him into back of this unmarked white van and then skirt away dude i <laughs> knew i knew that dude it's like like it cut to the scene with like backstage and i saw the like i just saw the where they were at and i go I, no 
fucking way. No fucking way. This like I can't believe this is about to happen. It's it's like it's like it's like when you see a porn scene on Twitter and you're like, what the fuck? Why do I recognize this? Yeah, what the fuck? And then I recognize. I go, oh my god, dude, unbelievable. I can't fucking believe that the same episode that Hogan gives Abyss the ring is the fucking Joe abduction story. They they uh. They, uh, Do you think there's probably people that don't even understand why this even matters? So I guess we should probably talk about that here. Uh, so Joe gets abducted here. And Joe is gone, I think, for like a minute. He's right? gone for like three months at least, yeah. He comes back like with the tattoo thing, right? He comes back with big pants mm -hmm. uh, and a big cock on his face. Because, Tattooed. because they had they could they had he had to have a story. He needed a gimmick. Dude. He needed a gimmick. He couldn't be the Samoan submission machine. He needed to be the nation of violence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing comes from this. You have to understand that like on the message boards at this time, it was like the we were like this was like full on fuck TNA time. This was like full on like TNA this is, yes. sucks dick. Like this company is yeah. garbage now. And like yeah. Joe This was also after by the sorry to interrupt. This is also after they tried to put Taz with Joe to be Joe's advisor because Joe, of course, needed somebody oh, on his side. He right. needed you're somebody. Right. He had to yes. have somebody. Yes. Um yes. and yeah, so this is like full on like lol TNA type shit and oh like my god people oh were, my god you know at the time everyone was like look at the ninjas that kidnapped joe and they came back and it went it went Lo this was full lol tna by the time yeah by the time he came back no one cared anymore you know no one ever asked for joe to get a gimmick everyone just liked joe so like it was awesome yeah everyone just liked joe so like he didn't need to have a gimmick and then like the gimmick was stupid and he looked like shit and fucking he looked goofy as hell made him wrestle different made him wrestle like shit so like this is like a you just had to be on the message boards at the time to like like this was like Twitter hadn't really started popping yet, so it's still message no. board era. Yeah. So like you just had to kind of be rocking that era to understand how stupid it's this was. It's fucking brutal, man. It is fucking brutal. Like if they, I, like fuck, if they would have gave this shit to like Brian, like Daniel Bryan, they just abduct him, take him off TV, comes back, and he's he's bald and beardless, and he's and then they say ah anyway here's Daniel Bryan, he went away, and now he's bald and beardless, and he's and they try to Daniel get him Bryan. back on track, yeah, it's yeah, just not yeah, it's happening. like they call him a bitch for three months before that, he's always losing and he sucks. They put Ric Flair with him because he needs a mouthpiece. It's yeah, like fuck, man, fuck. this sucked ass, trash, yeah, abducted by ninjas, yeah. <laughs> couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah, and, this was dude, I could not even begin to believe that Kevin Nash calling out Scott Hall and X-Pac was the main event of this show. Holy I, shit. Dude, I don't know who produced this shit, but like you had to be horrible. smoking crack. Why would you go back to the arena? Because it cuts back to the arena after Joe's kidnapped by the ninjas. And Taz <laughs> says, huh? So Joe was kidnapped. All right. <laughs> yeah, Taz says, oh, fuck. <laughs> So what, what was supposed he to do? Said, I don't know. Today said, "Oh, who could that? Who could be behind this?" And Taz says, "I don't have a clue." Well, anyway, Kevin Nash just <laughs> got that Kevin Nash promo. Do not Fuck miss it. this. God. So Nash is, uh, you know, Nash comes. Nash and Eric Young come to the ring. Uh, Nash is standing in the ring, staring into the camera, licking his lips. And Nash says, uh, "I don't remember where or when, but it was around 17, 18 years ago. And for some unknown reason, I picked Scott Hall and Sean Waltman to be my friends." 
And I also put on, I bought a black suit about 10 years ago. Eric Bischoff said it was out of style, but I liked it anyway. Because <laughs> I knew I'd be putting one of them in the dirt real soon. Very awkward silence after that. Yeah, that was weird. All right. It's also way weirder to hear now. Uh, he said, I don't know what's worse in this business, the broken bones or the broken hearts, the torn tendons, or the tears to relationships and families. But for three weeks, Scott and Sean have found their way in this building, and I've done everything I could to keep you guys employed. I've carried your asses on my back for the last <clears> time. <throat> so you've been able to find your way in the building? Why don't you do yourselves a favor tonight and find your way down here to me? Dude. I, he thought, Bi I thought Bischoff locked all the doors. Dude. <laughs> They, they they didn't understand like they didn't like, grasp the the uh, what what's the word I even want to use here? They weren't big enough to make this angle make any fucking sense. No, like you're in this the, was not important. In, they didn't understand any of this. Like you're in the impact zone. You like yes. what the fuck? There's you're trying to do like a you have Eric Young and Kevin Nash and you're trying to do a gimmick where Kevin Nash and his friends he's talking about like his friends dying you're doing and a, shit. And yeah, like, you're doing a WCW legacy angle too. You are in the impact zone. Like yeah. this arena was built for you to be a work rate show. It just is what it is. I mean that's what that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's that simple. Yeah. I mean it's sure you might not like that. But this was what it was built off the backs of the dudes that were busting their fucking balls. So all like the time. trying to do this, it just lacked in. I don't have the word for it, but it, it just lacked in the ability to realize that like this was not the time nor the place no. to even try any of this. And honestly, for most of this shit, it wasn't the place to do this. It just wasn't like this was not this. Whoever this was serving, it was not the people that were tuning in. No, yeah, no, no way. way. No yeah. Way. So like this fell super. It just felt stupid. It made him look dumb and like made everyone look yeah. dumb. It's like yeah, Nash is just standing there. Uh, he says, I'll be waiting. I'm the gray hair. Some bitch standing in the ring. Hall and Waltman come down from the stands. Nash yells, nice to see you two assholes can make it. They come over the barricade. Eric Young slides out of the ring and just starts whooping Sean Waltman's ass. <laughs> just big fucking kicks his ass. Yeah, dude, Nash is, I mean, Nash was like, you know, he put some work into that promo and shit, but yeah. Yeah, I just, mean, he tried. Uh, yeah, he tried. Yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. It's just like this, TNA just didn't, like, I guess new management didn't realize yet, like, where... They didn't understand the place of TNA in the business yet, I don't think. TNA mm -hmm. fans were not clamoring for Scott Hall and X-Pog. Nah, they weren't clamoring for any of this shit. It just... No. Yeah, it just did not work. They were clamoring for the guy you just abducted. Yeah. And the guy that before that lost <laughs> in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, why would you want Joe off TV for months? Like... We don't just have room, brother. Yeah, like, why the fuck wouldn't you just... I don't know. We don't just have don't have room, <laughs> brother. Have you heard of Superman, dude? Bubba, tell him about Superman. Tell him about Popeye, dude. Uh, so yeah, Nash waits in the ring for Hall. Hall gets in the ring, throws his toothpick at Nash. Nash decks him. Hall takes a bump. Security gets in and stops him from fighting. I guess they thought the crowd would be rowdy and loudy about this, but I was. I mean, they you know they dude, whatever. Yeah. Hall, Hall starts decking security. Uh, Nash is trying to get the Hall, but they all hold Nash back. Hogan comes out. <laughs> You'll never guess what he on does. On the stage. And shocking, he folds his arms and scratches his beard. <laughs> and Nash screams, see you bitches next week. As the big, you know, the, that's the uh, cliffhanger. Fade to black. Fade to black. And that was the show. It was horrible. You want to hear what happens uh, after that? Yeah, oh, sure. boy, do I. Sean Morley beats Jeff Jarrett in a Falls Count Anywhere match in a minute 39. Uh, Rob Terry beats Doug Williams in a minute five. Jeff Jarrett beats Tomko in four minutes. AJ beats Abyss, Pope, and Desmond Wolf in 346. Oh, also, there's a match at the top. Beer Money 
defeats Generation Me and the Motor City Machine Guns and Hernandez and Matt Morgan in three minutes. We didn't have time for Joe. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Or Daniels. Or Daniels, man. No, yeah, this is uh, this is bad. This is fucking rough, bro. And it wasn't always bad. It wasn't always bad, guys. Dude, if we if we watch this shit live, like, yeah, bro, we like to unite. <laughs> yeah, we we, we, we were did. sticking around still. Yeah, yeah, man. This is. I was reviewing this weekly, bro. I was gonna say this is probably the second time you've reviewed this in your life. <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably <laughs> no, I, didn't, I didn't start putting the reviews up until uh, 2011, I think. So. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, Fair so. enough. I, I thankfully I steered clear of reviewing this sure. shit. I was on the boards though, and I was shitting a dick on this we, shit. Yeah, I, I thought I'm this with shit you. was shit. <laughs> I was on the boards, going bro. crazy about this trash. Yeah, that's fucking unbelievable, man. Well, there you go. That was TNA Impact Wrestling, February 18th. 2010 and that was our show thank you for joining us once again make sure to check us out on patreon patreon.com slash deadlockpw we're trying to get 2500 patrons and if we do i'll fucking i'll, I'll smash tony's balls to smithereens hey have you ever heard DPW, of popeye dpw.live check out all that shit we got a backlog of shit we got all shit over there we this is our real company Aww. that we run that we've been doing for over a year dpw.live dpwtix.com february 25th Raleigh, North Carolina. We got the best shit going, motherfuckers. And we'll see you next week. We're going to go. Uh, uh.